1: The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network.
2: Yo, 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 what up? This is Rocky Asuka Romero of Chaos, and you are listening to Keeping It
3: Strong Style, the Ace of Podcasts.
0: and let them have it because this is just an intro keeping the strong style six stars from the get-go boy yeah from tampa bay to the tokyo dome this is keeping it strong style with your host jeremy donovan and the young boy joshua smith and thank you for listening welcome to keeping it strong style the ace of podcasts on the social suplex podcast network jeremy donovan here with the young boy josh smith and our G1 Pick'Em winner, Reddit user, why did you do that, bro, aka Samson? On today's show, we will be reviewing Destruction in Kobe, answering your questions, and covering all the latest news in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. You can support our show by subscribing to the Social Suplex Podcast Network on the podcast app of your choice and leaving a rating and review. You can also get all the podcasts and columns over at SocialSuplex.com. This episode of Keeping a Strong Style is brought to you by PowerSlam TV. PowerSlam TV is an independent wrestling streaming service with over 5,000 hours of wrestling from companies across the world. Use the promo code Social Suplex to get your first month free. Also, make sure you check out our Pro Wrestling Tea store, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Social Suplex, and that's where you can get your official Keeping It Strong style t-shirts. And like I mentioned, we have with us a Reddit user Why did you do that, bro? His his, uh, shoot name is Samson So from now on, we'll be referring to him as Samson Because it's quite a mouthful to say, why do you do that, bro?
2: Samson the Strong
3: (laughs) All the time So Samson, welcome to the show, man Uh, Thank you for having me uh, all the way I mean, I'm even... Uh, compared to the other guests, I'm sitting right here next to you this time. So I'm not via satellite or whatever, you know. Yeah, man, you're alive here in the dojo.
2: Yeah, This is uh, pretty great. Like we when we kind of like put this offer out, you know, for the winner to, um, you know, do the show with us. Like we weren't expecting for the winner to be. In Florida, and to be, why did you do that, bro? Or or to be Samson, and to be able to show up live and in color, and like, here we are, we're in the dojo. And I mean, what do you think of the dojo? I mean, like all the freaking mats, all the all the punching (laughs) all punching
0: bags.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah. this place is great.
3: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I mean, yeah, sure, along ready to train him, <laughs> I, uh, I guess, I don't know, I mean,
2: we, we had a training session earlier when he first got here, yeah, we made him do a hundred Hindu squats, beat him with kendu sticks,
0: yeah, it's yeah. great, I think I could uh, win the next Young Lions Cup, on <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice, uh, before we get started, um, why don't you tell everybody uh, how you started watching New Japan,
3: uh, okay, um, well, started when nakamura and aj styles left the WW, I mean the new japan pro wrestling and went to wwe and i pop up in the newsfeed oh aj styles i used to watch him back in tna a while back and then i was like well what's he been doing so i find new japan pro wrestling and i fall in love with guys like naito and eventually suzuki when he came back a year later and kenny and all of these great guys Michael Elgin, and. Um, eventually,
2: Michael got, Elgin, a great guy.
3: <laughs> I mean, in the ring, at least. I mean, yeah, uh, so, his plan. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then eventually in time for Wrestle Kingdom 12, like a lot of other people probably listening to this podcast, I started watching full time and got New Japan World and I've been watching every show ever since. And it's been great. Amazing.
2: We've been, uh, you know, we were excited that, like, you were the actual winner. I mean, you've been interacting with us on the message boards and on Reddit for, like, quite a while. And, like, I was like, dang, if it wasn't going to be me who won this uh G1 contest.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's awesome. Man. So, who is your uh, favorite New Japan pro wrestler of all time? I'm probably going to have to say
3: Naitar. I mean...
1: Mm. Uh, it's gonna be a rough show to review. <laughs> I,
0: mean,
3: yeah. I, I, I like Jay White probably about the same amount now, but yeah, Naito was people. A lot of people got hooked on Kenny and the Elite, but I thought Naito was the yeah, most charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess yeah, uh, I got hooked on Naito, and I, I thought he was the most charismatic, and I enjoyed his matches. Like, I just gravitated towards Naito, and then I gravitated towards towards guys in Lij like, like Hiromu and. Uh, Jay when he came back at the Tokyo Dome last year and all that yeah nice and uh, what's your favorite match of all time I have went back and watched a lot of matches from New Japan Uh, some matches from 90s 80s but nice not like I I was going to say probably I like a lot um Wild Pegasus versus Grey Sasuke but (laughs) but you guys talked about that um few weeks back or whatever what are your thoughts on it is that your favorite uh new japan match yeah because i feel like that style of junior wrestling from there uh, it felt so different from everything else Mm -hmm. and it's not as fast paced as it is today no but i don't know it's just everything felt like it had a purpose and a meaning and the spots where they were going off the top rope they they felt impactful and they could end the match at any second like uh pegasus one with like a Side slam kind of thing off the top rope. So
2: yeah, it's it's amazing how like From that era the junior matches were just a, a bit more I don't want to I don't want to say grimy because that almost makes it sound like it was like shindy and it wasn't but like There was there's was more of a cutthroatness to it like more of a hard-hitting aspect and I mean if you're familiar with Benoit's work, you kind of know what I'm talking about just like how He brings that Calgary style that like world of sport just like hard-hitting style And a lot of those guys from that era And Sasuke doing the crazy bumps that he would take Like, I love that match
3: Yeah, but uh, I'm going to have to say One of the greatest rivalries in New Japan Pro wrestling history My favorite match has got to be Tanahashi versus Okada King of Pro Wrestling 2013 Oh, nice, that's a good one I I went back and watched all of their matches Like in order in like a day So, (laughs) I mean, I didn't get burned out So, by the time I got to that one Oh, they had four matches in 2013, and I think this was personally. I think this is like the best one overall because after this match, I think that's when Okada really started to surpass Tanahashi and become the actual ace of New Japan. And Tanahashi was like healing it up a lot in this match. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, the crowd didn't exactly want to boo him, but they did in the end a little. So, uh, yeah, I I just love that match a lot.
2: Yeah, I, I love early Tanahashi when he would play the heel. Like a lot of newer fans. Aren't as familiar with him Like stepping into that role and like he, That was something he used to do regularly especially when he First ascended to the top spot in Japan But um he, he'd Kind of been uh, detached from that for a while Around the time of that feud and He kind of had to go back to that and um Who is it that put out those show buckle those yeah, buckle videos yeah, Man
0: whatever happened oh, Man those videos Dude. were awesome
2: I think you can still watch Them they're on um Vimeo Either Vimeo or Daily Motion, one or the other. But like, yeah, if you've never, if you're not as familiar with the entirety of the uh, Tanahashi Okada feud, you should watch the Showbuckle videos like that. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's the uh, the most defining feud of the last decade for New Japan, and I mean what like put them on the map. I mean, you can point to a lot of great rivalries, but man, Okada yeah,
0: Tanahashi, not- man, that's kind of like the bread and butter right there. That's what kind of pushed New Japan to where it's at right now,
2: bro. I mean, for me just speaking personally from all the times we've been to like new japan shows and what we've seen live i think the moment that's even more so than like anything else was the moment that i saw tanahashi and okada standing in that ring in dallas and the way the crowd reacted to it like for the first like you know, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. I was like,
0: dude, yeah. Oh my God. That was a very special moment. And, you know, um, talking to like Ricky from the Rookie and Clive show here on the network, he says, man, yeah, that, that, I can, he felt like the, that kind of aura coming through the yeah. screen and like how special that moment was. And like us being there live, man, like it was just great. Just breathing. And I was sober,
2: so like I really <laughs> got to take it in. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So that's awesome, man. So uh,
2: I, before we move on, I just wanted to ask: so you won our G1 contest. You obviously had a lot of the right answers. Where were you getting your source info? Who was feeding you these answers? That's what I want to know. I guess I'm just Who, who's, who's, your, who's your connect in Japan?
3: Ghetto himself. Obviously. <laughs> how, how else would I be sitting here today? You know? Um, no, I, I don't know. I just. I feel like it's, if you just go night by night and predict going in order of the matches, you know, I don't think you're going to do very good at all. Mm. But you have to think of the overarching stories that are going to take place. Like I, I thought about Moxley. and I, I predicted his undefeated run and then his downfall in the end, losing to Goto and Juice and Jay and Yano. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't think of these matches because if you just... This is one match. You have to think of it as an entire match with a story the whole way through because there's each block has one main story Mm. in the A block it was the underdog story of Ibushi coming in injured losing the first two and then coming back to beating the champion and going to the final and then in the B block it was Jay and Naito both having bad starts and then finally meeting and against all odds their match was the match that would decide the B block um I didn't get everything exactly right. I mean, I you were the, close. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty
0: accurate really along close. the way. I mean, you missed obviously a couple. I mean, nobody had a perfect bracket, but nah. obviously out of all the brackets, you had kind of had the the path kind of laid out and you had that Abushi Jay White final uh, co- come on to the end there.
2: Here, here's the real confusing thing. You keep saying something about stories. I've been told that New Japan doesn't have stories. Yeah, all, all the people
0: you know, on the uh, the Twitterverse they tell us that uh, New Japan doesn't have stories. What, what are these stories you're talking about, Samson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just imagining that. Uh, man, it. Oh man, sounds
2: like your milt's explaining these stories <laughs> to us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's good stuff man um, So before we get into Such Co- good as shit <laughs> uh, Before we get into uh, Kobe There was some Young Lions Cup matches That happened on September 18th 19th and 20th On uh, September 18th We had Ren Narita defeating uh, Yuya Yamura 8 minutes 37 seconds Uh, Also on that day we had uh, Alex Coughlin defeating Clark Connors via submission Then on the 19th we had Umino defeating Suji Uh, Also on the 19th we had Fredericks defeating Michael Richards from the Fale Dojo Then on the 20th we had Alex Coughlin defeating Umura via submission and then on uh, the last match on the 20th we had Suji defeating Michael Richards via submission, which kind of brought us into Kobe where you had Narita five and one, um, Umino five and one and Fredericks five and one. So those were kind of the three uh, young lions who were kind of in play coming into the final night. So overall, have you guys uh, felt about this year's Young Lions
2: Cup? Go ahead, Samson.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to prefer you. (laughs) All right. Well, I haven't... I said it before we started, but I haven't caught all of these uh, video-on-demand matches from the uh, uh, Road 2 shows, but the televised Road 2 shows and the uh, main destruction shows, I've caught the matches, and I I thought they have been great, and um, I didn't think it was going to end up the way it did, but because of the amount of of push that Shota Umino has been getting with the pairing with Moxley and all. But overall, all of these young lines shined in their own way, except for Michael Richards. (laughs) (laughs) Young boy?
2: You know, I I, I said it before on this uh, show, my favorite uh, tournament. And I think part of it's just because of the novelty, the ease of um, viewing – and also like the implications that it brings for the future. I love the alliance cup It's one of my favorite if not my favorite new Japan tournament. I sure as hell like it a lot more than the king of ring <laughs> 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 But um in all seriousness this um th- They tr- they did a really good job with this year's tournament They treated it like it was a little bit more important than they had previously with the uh, Previous iteration back in 2017 the matches were just excellent man. I mean six to 10 minute matches, easy watching. I mean, we're, we're not saying anything we haven't already said before. I mean, if, if you didn't watch this, it's an easy watch. It's incredible. And we kind of got to see the progress of a lot of different guys. Guys that we haven't seen a lot of, like these L.A. Uh, Dojo Young Lions, got to see what they're made of in singles action. We got to kind of see the progression of uh, Yui Amor, who kind of was a revelation in this tournament. And, you know, Narita and Umino show why they're at the top of this class. And then even with some of the other guys like Suji, um, you know, kind of it brings questions. What's going on with Suji? Why yeah. isn't he where he was before? And does Michael Richards even b- belong in this class? Uh, You know class of young lions and What's going on in the in the fall dojo that he Doesn't seem to be on the same level as all these other guys, you know,
0: yeah, and I perfectly agree with you also Highly enjoy the tournament like both of you guys michael richards. I was not impressed I've mentioned that over the last two weeks just not that great a physique clearly there's a clear skill gap between him and the uh New Japan Young Lions And the LA Dojo Young Lions I
2: think it's his movements A lot of it has to do with his movements And his instincts
0: Right Very kind of awkward Kind of unorthodox kind of movement Throughout the ring uh, Footwork You know Just just not quite on the, the level Of the other Young Lions
2: to me even he doesn't necessarily look comfortable in there he doesn't look like he's used to being in the ring um and i don't i don't mean to bury the guy or anything like that and i think that there there's probably some promise there i mean obviously they see something in him but watching him interact with a lot of these guys he didn't look like a pro wrestler uh you know, Maybe that's too harsh, but that's kind of how it came off to me. I don't know. Yeah. And,
0: and again, I don't know how much experience he has, how long he's been at the A Dojo, how many matches he had. I know he was at the uh, Southern Showdown shows on, I think it was the second night in mm-hmm. Melbourne. Um, so he probably doesn't have a, a lot of matches under his belt, and I'm sure if he kind of he continues in the dojo system Get more matches He'll get better But in a tournament like this When you have You know Some elite young lions He t- definitely stuck out Like a, th- a, thor- a sore thumb And obviously You know The LA dojo Young lions Have all looked great Coughlin, Connors And Fredericks have all been great I've really I think out of the three I know Carl Fredericks Kind of gets all the buzz And he's tall Good looking Guy's going to be A superstar one day But I really have been digging Clark Connors um, Just high intensity I think I mentioned last week He kind of reminds me Of Chris Benoit Just the kind of the body size The build The chops And just how intense He is in the ring And uh, I think um, he's He has a bright future as well And uh, Coughlin's been doing Pretty good as well And then also, obviously, Narita and Umino, top of the uh, New Japan Dojo. Those guys have been killing it. And then uh, Yumura, like you mentioned, Josh. I mean, Yumura, he obviously didn't have the uh, best record in this tournament, but he showed a lot of fire, a lot of energy, had some really good matches, and uh, showed a lot of promise.
2: For for you, Samson, watching these young Lions, and you've been watching for a couple years now, I
3: mean – Who stands out to you? Who's caught your eye? What are your
2: opinions on that?
3: I think Yuya, Yuomora has... I wouldn't say he's going to be the big company favorite, like someone like Clark Gunners or Carl Fredericks or Shota Umino. But I feel like he has like a really bright future ahead of him. Like He has a, the look, he has the body type for someone that can either fit in both divisions, like maybe start off in the junior mm. heavyweights, move up to the heavyweights like some other New Japan pro wrestlers have. Um, I feel like he has to have a very bright future in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Nice. Yeah, I, I
2: completely agree, and I, I agree with you as well, Jeremy. I think you, the guy that stood out to me during the first tournament, obviously, Kitamura was very uh, impressive winning a couple of years ago, and at the time, Kawato, and you had, you know, um, Oka, those were kind of like the guys at the top of the class, but the guy that stood out when we watched it was Narita. Narita yeah. was having the best matches night after night during that first tournament, even though he was losing every night. And he like was just he was excellent. And you, you, you reminded me a lot of him being like that plucky young upstart. And I mean, this guy's just he's got he's got all the tools. He's got all the tools. <laughs> but um yeah, I loved it. Do do we want to give grades to these guys or do we want to jump into this destruction in Kobe?
0: uh let's do grades at the end of actually what do you think should we let's, do th-
2: let's let's talk about these young line matches let's start destruction and kobe and then when we get done with them let's 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 give grades to these guys okay that so, sound good
0: yeah sounds good to me so uh destruction and kobe opened up with yuji nagata yota suji and yunyi taking on manabu nakanishi Alex coughlin and michael richards uh, I mean, pretty solid, open, basic match, you know, <laughs> with your young lines and your new Japan dad's kind of in there. Uh, you know, Nakanishi, man.
2: <laughs> Bro, Nakanishi. Oh, my God. You know, we always hear stories about like wrestlers being like, you know, I got a bad leg. Protect my leg, brother. Like, watch out for my shoulder. I'm pretty sure Nakanishi was like, Nagata, watch out for my entire body, brother. Just take care of me <laughs> <Yeah>. out there. <laughs> Nothing works anymore. <laughs> yeah. go
0: Go light on me, brother. Uh, but yeah, so we had that opening matchup there with um, Nagata's team getting the win. Um, actually, it was uh, Suji who got the win for the team. He did that um, swing, the big swing into the Boston Crab, and picked up the win for his team there.
3: What do you think about that one, uh, Samson? I think Suji is maybe underperformed a little bit compared to his previous matches in this um, Young Lions Cup, but. He's, he needs a finisher, man, like a big power move because Shota and Renarita, whether they go on excursion or not, have to be close to graduating in some way pretty soon because they've been part of the Young Lion roster for a long time now. So uh, Suji and Yuomura are about to become the senior members of the Young Lion class. So Yeah, like we mentioned, uh,
0: Suji not kind of uh, let, let us down this tournament. And honestly, I thought this was one of his better matches uh, the whole tour and all this. I agree. This was a multi-man match, but so yeah
2: Yeah, I um, you know I've been trying to grow my hair out to look like yota suji's and now i'm like second-guessing that decision maybe I, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have done that. I don't know but um, no this this match was fine. It uh I just I just thought the stuff with nakanishi was kind of funny because it's like man It's yeah. like I know uh, we always say this stuff but like this is one of the first times where I really was feeling like I don't know, man. Yeah. I, 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 don't know. I was hoping he was gonna do a plancha. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I think we all were. <laughs> but um this match was fine. It was it was a good opener and you know, Suji picks up the win and uh we get a win for this uh Nagata team. So
0: yeah. So then we move on to the young Lion cup match with Clark Connors versus Ren Narita. Big implications. Yeah, Clark Connors is in here three and three. Narita was five and one. So obviously Connors was mathematically eliminated. Narita was still alive. This was a big match for Narita If Narita won this match He had a chance of winning As long as um, Fredericks would beat Um, Umino and then obviously if Clark Won that would uh, spoil Narita And uh, ruin his chances at the Young Lions Cup and they had a very Good uh, back and forth match Here once again I mentioned earlier you know Connor's Just kind of showing his intensity and Narita Is kind of you know intense as well And so this was a great back and forth a lot of great uh, Strike exchanges here
2: It felt to me a bit like Narita never Got out of first gear like He uh, he was starting a little Bit slow and he was trying to rev up but um, You know Clark Connors kind of Seized the opportunity he grabbed the the bull by the horns he grabbed the brass ring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah He uh, he, he really took it to narita and he had like this high level of urgency and intensity right from the get-go and um Narita did eventually hit him with one of those overhead belly-to-bellies, but he just wasn't able to get a, a narita special Um, I thought this match was good. I liked it. What do you think samson?
3: Yeah, uh, it was a good match as you said, but I was just thinking watching this Clark Connors is tights i mean we saw that they were kind of navy blue but i think that actually is a good look for him and if he actually decided to keep that look going forward as like one of shabata's students he caught sort of kept it simple with his look i mean those um navy pants, i mean navy blue Pants or whatever they actually look really good on him i thought even though then he's not really supposed to be wearing those (laughs) oh yeah they do (laughs) yeah
2: no i I, i'm offended by it i i don't i don't like that he needs to be wearing all black sir you're a young lion these la dojo punks they didn't shave their heads now they're wearing navy they they, they have the audacity to not be japanese at all what the (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck are they doing <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh But yeah This was a pretty good match um, And then towards the end here Connors Gets Narita In the Boston Crab Narita tries to fight But then uh, Connors just uh, You know Senses then Sits down And bro. Narita Taps out In
2: the center Bro NTO, Narita, tap out. <laughs> uh, we we were like dead set. We we're like, oh, Narita's definitely getting to the ropes. And then he just pulled him back, sat back, and he started tapping to me. We're like, oh, like yeah. we, we freaking lost our crap, man. Um, yeah, Narita got knocked out. So very disappointing. Um, one thing I wanted to know is last week When we didn't have the official lineup It looked like this match was going on after Fredericks and Umino and I am I was very confident Last week I was like there's no way that's happening And uh, it feels good to be right Sometimes not all the time <laughs> Sometimes and this is one of those times So yeah um, Clark Connors spoils Renarita.
0: yep and so then we move On to Shota Umino Versus Carl Fredericks so both the finals of these, Yeah both of these guys are five and one So winner takes all here for the Young Lions Cup and these guys have you know obviously from the beginning Of the tournament we predicted that these two were probably Going to be one of the two to win It and be the finals and that's exactly what Happened here
2: this is one of my favorite matches Of the whole tournament I thought this was outstanding
0: Yeah this was a really good match Once again you know Obviously both Fredericks and Umino are both so sharp In the ring and uh Fredericks man I just like the way he moves and just uh, Some of the combos he kind of puts together Um you know his spine buster Into the crab and just um, Just kind of way he moves around that jumping elbow Drop that he does um looks real good
2: His his um Athleticism just in the basic Grappling and he'll He just has a way to make everything so flashy With his ki- uh, 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 nip ups And everything like that um yeah, man, I mean he's he's a freaking superstar He's got yes. a star potential written all over him I don't like that he's so hot it <laughs> um, bothers me It's too hot yeah. It's too hot I don't like it uh, I, I like I like my wrestlers A little gr- grungier Grimier I like the death I like the cold stare Of the shooter You know what I'm saying Yeah um, and,
0: um, You know Throughout this match You know Fredericks had the injured shoulder Throughout this whole match He uh, injured his mm-hmm. shoulder During the G1 tour You and mean a
2: story There was a
0: story Yeah there was match? a story Wow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so uh, Yeah Fredericks had Had the whole tournament With the injured shoulder So Umino Obviously being the veteran Young lion Um, Pinpointed that shoulder and worked on that shoulder A lot and was going for arm bars And arm and shoulder submissions I was sure that he was going to try And win the match with uh, some kind of arm Submission here Uh, but it came Down to um, that spine muster combo I was talking about Into the uh, single crab And uh, Frederick just sinks that in And Umino taps out and Carl Fredericks is our Young Lions Cup winner What do you think about this Samson?
3: Yeah um, I kind of thought Schartel was going to win because I mean, New Japan obviously has big plans for Shotsu Umino. I mean, they literally paired him with Moxley. Like, he was his tag partner throughout the G1. I mean, he's gotten more over in the eyes of the fans in the West. um, Probably the same amount in the fans of the uh, uh, Shin Nihon, New Japan. uh, (laughs) Um, But, I mean, the Japanese fans. But, yeah, um, I thought this match was good. And I, I like a lot that they differentiate the boston crabs in that single leg i mean it, it looks really painful when, when yeah um, pop, it's pop, like pop, a single leg lion tamer like the yeah. old jericho when he puts the, the knee down on the neck and it, it looks bad i mean like i don't want to be putting that <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm,
2: not, I'm not trying to have a grown man put his knee on my neck oh, and is. pull back on me like <laughs> yeah. that. It's yeah it's not uh, it's not the vibe it's not the move um but yeah, when we were watching the show, Tumino you know, get like freaking stretched like that, <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god!" Is sh- is Shooter about to tap? And then he did, and I was like, Ugh. "Yeah," my my heart sank, bro. And then I realized, like, if Narita would have won, <laughs> he'd be the he'd be the freaking young lion, young champion. lion champion. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, the first ever Gaijin Young Lions Cup winner ever in history. I mean, this was pretty historic. And um, what I really loved at the end of this match, is they bring out this giant trophy, which I'm a, I'm a mark for giant trophies. They bring out a giant trophy, give it to Carl Fredericks. He's just like looking so cool, and he, he bows to like Shuto Omino, and uh, Shuta Omino's just like got a bloody nose, and he's just crawling, and like he's just so angry, and he's like pounding the mat, and he's really selling like the heartbreak and desperation of this, this match. And you know, when uh, Fredericks leaves, Show to him, you know, they're trying to help him out and he's just like pushing everybody off and he's just like Really really selling the defeat and I'm like It wasn't quite Okada Losing in the dome, but man, it's been a while since I've seen somebody like look that dejected and loss It's been a while like yeah, and I, I thought he did a really good job like the way he he walked out and I was like uh, they can build off this for for years to come Like this is the first step Of like a really good feud I
0: know we were joking It's like you know Wrestle Kingdom like 25 <laughs> Umino um, and Fredericks For the IWGP title What
2: <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom are we at?
0: Uh 14? fourteen. I
2: 14. Oh, could do it in like two years. These guys are ready, man.
0: <laughs> These guys are ready. Yeah. Uh but yeah, you know, LA Dojo, Young Lions going over.
1: Bro,
2: what the
0: freak? Yeah, man. The LA uh dojo have kind of won the feud
2: here. Bro, they murked the Tokyo Dojo guys. Like yeah. dang. <laughs> so So let's let's do grades. Let's talk about it. All right. So
0: grades. So let's start with the uh you want to start from the bottom or you wanna go from the top down?
2: Start off at the bottom. Now we're here. All right. So from the bottom, Michael
0: Richards. He has one and six with two points.
2: Hmm. Wait. I don't. I don't want to go too harsh on him because I actually think, given the position they put him in, he did okay. I don't know. C. C minus. What do you guys think? What
3: do you think, Samson? Uh. I mean. Um. I do not think I should. I haven't seen the majority or some of these matches, so I don't think it would be fair to me to grade.
2: Give us so, your opinion on what you yeah. saw.
3: Okay. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, um, I don't think I can give my opinions on the other seven, but I think I saw enough of Michael Richards that I know exactly <laughs> what to say. But, yeah, I mean, I, maybe a D. I mean, mm. I don't think... I think they, did, they didn't They did have any other young lines. Other young lines from the uh, New Japan Dojo are even ready right now that have even made that debut. So, right. I mean, this, he was, like, the only other guy they could have put it in there.
2: They could have called Jerry.
3: <laughs> oh. They yeah. could have called uh, Ayato Yoshida. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, He's back in um, 2AW, which is... Uh, 2 Tuck- a, 2AW. 2AW? Yeah, that's... um. No, I know. <laughs> Takamichi Tuck- um, Noku's old promotion. Mm-hmm. He started up a new one already, apparently. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would like Yoshida back, but... He's moved on.
2: (laughs) Where where are you at with this, Jeremy?
3: Yeah,
2: I'm C minus. So I think we should split the difference. Let's go C minus on this guy. C minus
0: Richards. So then we have Yu Yamura, who is also one in six with two points. Um,
2: bro, I'm like A minus. Wow, maybe maybe a B. Maybe a B plus. I don't know. uh, I think I'm I'm flat B. Mm. I'd say A.
0: I,
1: oh wow! I so, so, so I
2: think we should probably split the difference on that. Let's say B plus on this guy. Yeah. Or or are we A minus? Oh. oh, I mean, both of you
0: guys were like A, right? And I was flat B. Something. I think
2: B plus is fair. Okay. B plus is more than fair. Yu yeah. Yamura freaking rocked it in this yeah. tournament. Like he really did. And uh, you know, we've been talking about like obviously his career is always going to be connected, especially in this early phase, to Suji. With the feud they had, the fact that they debuted at the same time, the the, the age between them, and um, at this point, like you know, prior to this tournament, if you would have asked us who was the premier guy out of those two, I'm pretty sure we would have easily said Suji. Yeah, I don't feel that way anymore.
0: Well, uh, speaking of Yota Suji, he's next with uh, two wins and five losses with four points. C, C, yeah, C as well. Wow. <laughs>
2: And it's not terrible, but man From a guy that has shown so much promise Had so many great bouts um, Just given us a lot to be excited for uh, This was a bit disappointing Yeah, yeah.
0: Then we have uh, Clark Connors Four and three of
3: eight points B uh, I'm gonna B plus Yeah, I'd probably go A B plus two I mean He he did shine a lot In this tournament So he's a B plus player (laughs) I mean he's the same About the same size As Daniel Bryan I mean that's another guy You could say he can Remind you of Because I mean Daniel Bryan And Chris Benoit Got a lot of comparisons As well so Yeah So then uh, Alex Coughlin Also with four
0: wins And three losses Eight points B minus
3: i I go flat B Yeah I'd say About that as well I mean he wasn't he was good Yeah, yeah. He was uh, he, he This was his first tour in Japan And he, he performed well for He people. performed yeah, well really well So B You beat All right
0: And then up to the top of the block here With a 5 and 2 and 10 points Ren Narita
2: mm, I would go B plus Yeah, B plus I agree All right Narita's my dog <laughs> <laughs> Then we
0: have uh, Shota Shooter Umino Also at 5 and 2 and 10 points
2: Mm-mm. B plus a uh, I think Where it, are we I think a I think a too man Shota yeah I you know what he really I think he really shined in a few of these matches specifically the Narita match the match with um um Fredericks the match with Clark Connors I mean even the you the you match like he man yeah yeah, yeah. He, he probably does deserve the a I mean yeah do you think umino's the top guy of this tournament? Uh well let's
0: talk, about, let's, let's talk about Carl Fredericks, six and one, 12 points, the young lions cup winner.
3: I
2: got an A for Fredericks. I've got an A for Frederick, Fredericks too.
3: Yeah, me too. I mean, it just, it's just a testament to how great these guys are that all of them, are, and most of them, are ending up all in the A and B plus range. I mean, they're all really great, honestly.
2: And and not only that, hats off to the guys for performing, but hats off to the booking of this tournament. There was way more to sink your teeth into this time than previous uh, Young Lions Cup tournaments. Um, there was overarching storylines and, and narratives that were here, especially the stuff with the inter-promotions between the different uh, dojos. Is carl fredericks our performer of the tournament or is it showed to that's the real question. Yeah Hmm I think I think it might be fredericks man. Yeah, I think it's fredericks man Because he came out looking so strong. He won this tournament He looks more as as ready as great as all these guys look as far as a complete package tomorrow if if you're Gato and you have to push one of these let's say you got to move one of these guys up to a main event slot put it Put a new slab of paint on them, give them a gimmick, and push them. Which one of these guys are you taking, Carl Fredericks? Yeah. It's Carl Fredericks yeah. all day. He's a blue chipper. He, he's Rocky via 1996 Survivor Series. It's time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a
3: little better than that.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, bro, he's way better than yeah. Rock was at that point.
0: You know what's funny? You know, uh, I'm, I'm guessing Gato was tired of all these Gaijins that he signs leaving. He's like, I'm going to create my own Gaijin stars. That's that.
2: Yeah, you might have a point there. I mean, look at Toe yeah, look at juice robinson
3: the champ. Yeah <laughs> so, uh, Man
2: what what a fantastic tournament like very I mean very little I mean the stuff we're complaining about is so minuscule I mean we're talking about like, you know suji underperforming and he's having solid matches every single night and still performing like to a high level like this was excellent Yeah, man, but to watch Shoto Amino tap out, what, heartbreaking, heartbreaking, bro. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking bro.
3: Yeah. Moxley is disappointed,
2: <laughs> bro. Moxley, maybe, maybe Moxley's that's, gonna beat him. Maybe up. that's why. Uh, yeah.
0: Maybe that's why he lost. He's thinking about Moxley with the MRSA and recovering. He yeah. was, he was couldn't focus.
2: His heart was across the ocean.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His head wasn't in the game, man. So uh, then we uh, move on here on Kobe We had uh, Togi Makabe, Tomioka Hanma, Hanare Taking on Bad Luck Fale, Yujiro Takahashi And Chase Owens from the Bullet Club Made uh, a joke as this match was going on I was like how many bumps is uh, Makabe gonna take in this match And I counted one One flat back bump that Makabe took the whole
2: match to- When we asked Togi Makabe we were like how many bumps are you gonna take? He said, "My name is not Togi Makabe. My to my name is Togi. Not today, because I'm taking no bumps, brother."
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, this was is it. It was what it was. You know, little multi man match here. Chase, I
2: was got Peter came out.
0: Yeah, we got Peter. <laughs> She's a you know an excellent manager. Um, she does a great job. She's led the bull club to uh, great success. Without her, the Bullet Club is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we had a uh, crown jewel here hits the uh, big old package power driver on Toa Hanare
2: and uh, gets the win. Okay, so it's like, all right, so what do we talk about this time? Do we talk about Togi Makabe being super old? Do we talk about Hama like, not being in the best health and worrying about like him getting hurt? Do we talk about Hanare? Not Living up to his potential when are they gonna put a new slab of coat on him? Or do we talk about chase Owens being like just so great but he needs to like be in better shape which one of those like Four topics that we always talk about are we gonna like discuss for this match? or Are we just gonna did I say it all we're gonna move on?
0: I mean, you, you, you <laughs> said it all perfectly I mean, we've kind of drove home all those points. Are I mean,
2: we gonna or are we gonna talk about Fale like not not delivering
0: <laughs> time uh, after time <laughs> I, I do think Ch- chase has uh, slimmed up a little bit. He has um and uh, post match, he did a uh, kind of challenge the Rock and Roll Express for the uh, Fighting Spirit Unleashed tour. It says that he, uh, you know, he's going to show that rock and roll is dead. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of comes out of that feud there. But
2: it's confusing because he said rock and roll is dead, but then the leader of the Bullet Club calls himself the last rock and roller. So which is it? Mm. Mm. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Acquiring minds.
3: You have, have any thoughts on this one samson yeah i mean you said makabe is old but he's like one of the younger ones compared to like nakanishi and all them guys but he I mean, he's more of a part-timer now anyway with he, all the he, Stuff he does on tv
2: he is a no you're absolutely right i mean he's part of he's more part of that like tanahashi yeah um generation of wrestlers but yeah you know, i mean he's seen better days obviously yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but you know what when called upon in all fairness when called upon when it's necessary Makabe can go to the level that Tokimogbe can mm-hmm. go to. It's just he's mastered these multi-man matches. He knows what to do. He comes out, he's going to hit his lariats. He's going to take one bump and it's going to be an easy bump too. Bro, mm-hmm. the bump that you counted? I don't even know if I count that. It was off of like it was, a la- it was a lariat. It was a lariat. It was off of a lariat. <laughs> <laughs> this man's got wrestling figured out, man. Yeah, he's got figure it figured out. Hot tag,
3: take one bump, get out of there. I yeah. Mean. I mean, yeah, I mean, he has actually had some good matches in recent years. I mean, his match with Yoshihashi on night A of the I mean, of all people, night A I mean night one of the A block last year was actually pretty good. I mean he he's not the and his IC the title match, match yeah too. the IC title match on the anniversary show was pretty good too. I mean he's not as he's nowhere near as bad as Nakanishi on Tenzan. I mean he <laughs> no, can actually do these. He's not bad
2: matches. he's not bad at odds, just this is what he does like right. like we don't expect more. We don't expect less like this is his role He's happy with it. We're happy he's with it He's not gonna it's overperform
3: fine. unless he really feels like he has to and no. he still gets placed on all the posters He's still one of the featured stars because he brings in the fans because he's I mean the fans that don't even watch new Japan pro wrestling because he's on national television and stuff, you know,
2: hmm mm. That's how we're trying to be <laughs> <Just> Trying to <laughs> bring these fans in. Yeah, yeah
0: so uh, next up Alright here Hot angle right here That's
2: one of my favorite matches of the night So we have
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> it supposed to be Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask And Rocky Romero taking on Zack Sabre Jr. Minoru Suzuki and Yoshinobu Kanemaru And Doki So we have uh, Suzuki Leading down to the Suzuki gun army under the ramp Out of nowhere Liger comes out with a jump zone Bam. Jumps this man oh in the middle God. of his entrance Starts a whooping on this man Then the rest of Suzuki gun comes out And then the rest of Liger teams comes out Huge melee brawl going on uh, Marty Asami's trying to stop the thing He's getting knocked down all over the place These guys are brawling all over the place Suzuki pulls out a table um, Sets it up in the corner um, gets a chair, nails Liger over chair shots It's a big chair shot over the uh, head of Liger The seat flies off um, And then um, he looks up to get Liger I think he's going to get him in a sleeper Uh, To set up the gotch But then Liger hits a low blow And Liger removes
2: his mask And we have Keishin Liger And not just Keishin Liger But old man Keishin Liger With no hair The scariest version of Keishin Liger I have ever seen Bro he looked like a monster Like he looked like freaking joaquin phoenix and the joker like this was scary
3: (laughs) yeah he he after he took that mask off he shed his skin like a snake to reveal the demon (laughs) underneath like
2: oh my god
3: uh, yeah it was crazy what
2: an eloquent way of putting it that he absolutely did shed his skin like that was bro i was popping so hard for this like oh my god and like you know, Earlier this year we like went through that whole rundown on this show talking about the history of Keishan Liger So like for those of you that don't know this is ultra rare. I mean, he's only ever like uh, appeared as Keishan Liger I believe three Maybe four times, but I think it's like three times since 1996. So we're talking. How many years is that? 23 23 yeah. years, like three appearances, four appearances as Keish and Liger. And, I mean, uh, this was crazy. This it was, was crazy. crazy. And then, bro, he tried to freaking stab Suzuki in the head. Yeah, he pulled up. Know. It's like a <laughs> Dagger,
0: knife, or spike. It was sink. a spike. Yeah, and then like literally was like running towards uh, Liger and, I mean, looking, running towards Suzuki. Suzuki moves, got the, the knife, the spike stuck on the table.
2: He missed the crap out of Suzuki. And red shoes, too. And red shoes. Or oh, it was uh, Samir. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, Marty yeah, Samir. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. And then, um, Bro, like when Suzuki rolled out of the ring, he looked shook. Yes, I've never seen Suzuki look like this. I can't remember the last time Suzuki looked like I mean he was shook, bro. Shook. He
3: met his match.
2: Yeah. Bro, this was this was incredible. Yeah. And then like for these other guys like Tanahashi and Tiger Mask, Rec Romero, they all had easy nights. Um, you know, freaking Suzuki Goon just hightailed it out of there. Then on his way out, Liger's attacking everybody. I mean, he he, he even hit uh, Tanahashi. He hit Tanahashi. He's hitting young lions. Like he's, she's freaking belligerent, bro. Oh, and not only that, but like I know that we always talk about like Liger's old, but he can still go, bro. He pulled off that freaking bodysuit. He was ripped to shreds Dude, under there. The bodysuit makes him look a little bit thicker
0: than he actually is. Bro, he needs a he needs a. Oh my! He's just taking off, like bro. If he was in WWE events, he'd be like, "Damn, pal, let's <laughs> get you in some tights." Look at him!
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's huge, muscular, muscular.
3: I mean, he looked just as good as the majority of the roster, honestly. He, he did, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I was, I was actually like, so I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and I was like explaining the significance of Liger, and I was like, you know, if if he does like Dukeshian, like he. I know he doesn't have hair anymore cause he's old like, so what's that gonna look like? It was terrifying, it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. in but in the most awesome and like powerful way, like this was great, I loved yeah. this. This is one of my favorite like moments in New Japan all year long.
0: Yeah, we had a couple questions from it too. So first from a Twitter follower, at Brave Dirty Hawk. He says, Keishin like a return, but my question is, was it too soon? Uh, versus Liger and Suzuki's one-on-one match
2: mm, I don't know Do you, I don't know if he's going to like Do you think that they're teasing this? So like this is his reemergence And it's going to come back again In a one-on-one match Or is it something where they don't want to do that In a one-on-one match So they had to like create an atmosphere Where it's conducive So that, that they can like pay it off one time And not do it during the one-on-one match That they're probably going to have that's what I feel like might be the case There's a lot of options I guess
0: it all depends When the match is happening we don't know exactly When this match is going to happen I mean there's been a lot Of rumors of Wrestle Kingdom and with The way they've been kind of holding it off it seems Like it might they might be Saving it for one of the nights at the dome but then again With this Keishin Liger angle They've kind of hit the peak again This feud so I, I kind of feel like they might Have to do it at King of Pro Wrestling Or maybe Power Struggle to um, Get the kind of the blow off of this Feud
3: yeah uh and Another thing to remember. I mean it was in this exact building that he debuted Kishin like mm. Kobe World Hall So that's I mean, true. That's maybe that's the reason they done it so early if this is is a Tokyo Dome match because this is A return to where he first was born as Kishin Liger. you know, yeah
2: Yeah, this might be like to me It feels like maybe this is the one time they do it and they wanted to do it in a place that was memorable and important to him and Kobe World Hall like, you know that match with great Muda again if you've never seen the, the Muda Liger match You have to see it. It's a little overhyped, but it's still one of my favorite matches of all time. And I mean, it's incredible, you gotta see it. But uh, I'm just wondering, it's like, okay, if they do this at, say, King of Pro Wrestling or Power Struggle or something like that, then maybe, yeah, maybe Keishin comes back. But um, if they end up doing it at the Tokyo Dome, I don't know if that's the last image that we want in our minds of the most terrifying (laughs) version of Liger (laughs) before he goes out, unless, they did this match on the fourth, and then he has another A final record. match on the fifth. Yeah. Then you, then you definitely could. Um, I, I, think it's too early to predict, but um, at the same time, I mean, with the reaction that Keisha Liger got and everything like that, and the way and how shook like uh, Suzuki was, I don't know that you don't do it again. I don't know that he doesn't bring out that great equalizer to try and even up the score and and strike fear in the most terrifying man in wrestling Minoru Suzuki so Oh, man, I, I, all I know is I love this. That's yeah, all I know is this, I love this. This was this. great
0: Another question from a reddit user wrpla 101. Does will Suzuki die at the hands of Keishin Liger? Suzuki can never die <laughs> Well, he almost got a spike in his
2: forehead oh, yeah. Suzuki's too fast for him
0: <laughs> uh, Next question or well, not really a question More of a statement from Muzza Says, "Keishan Liger, that is all
2: And then a question from That's, that's the greatest contribution that Muzza has ever brought to this show <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Yo is it is it weird being on the other side of things where you're not asking us a question but we are reading off the questions of other people to you?
3: It's kind of surreal to be honest. <laughs> Maybe next week I'll get my another chance at asking a question.
0: <laughs> uh, next question from our buddy Howard Schilling from the Wrestling Squared Circle. He says, "Are we really going to get Keshin Liger versus Zuki, and do you think they can string it out to get to Wrestle Kingdom, or is it more realistic bet for King of Pro Wrestling?"
2: Well. Um, I don't think we're getting Keishin Liger versus Suzuki specifically because I'm pretty sure they've never ever booked a match between Keishin Liger and anybody. It's always just been an alter ego. That's made its appearance in the middle of important Liger matches and feuds That being said, we might get the reemergence of Keishin Liger during a match with him and Suzuki although if they did decide to do a specific Keishin Liger versus Suzuki match that would be Freaking insanity! And my suggestion is, it needs to be a death match. Let's do. Oh wow! Let's do Kishin Liger and Suzuki death match, King of Pro Wrestling. Sound off. That's that's my that's my suggestion. But realistically, I think I think they're probably doing this at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, it seems like that's kind of in the direction all year. They are kind of like we mentioned, they've been heating it up and then cooling it off. And but once again, man, this angle is so hot. I'm like. Do you, do you capitalize and I mean King of Wrestling is already shaving up to be a huge Card do you go ahead and put it On there and then you build up some other matches For Lager on both those dome nights Or do you continue to kind of Hold off can do some more
3: multi-mans And do it at the dome uh, What do you think Samson yeah uh, I mean They've been building this since, what, New Japan Cup or something like that. So they've been building this for a long time and it hasn't gotten stale. It's actually been one of the best feuds of the whole year in New Japan. And if they can um, bring it up to from however many months it is, half a year from when it originally began without a singles match with minimal multi-mans and keep it interesting and keep fan investment high, then why can't they stretch it to the Tokyo Dome? But yeah, as Josh said a second ago, if they do do the match... I think if and it's Keishin liger i don't think that should be like the last time we ever see liger i mean the, the Keishin and the face paint and stuff i mean the last shot you want of liger is him going out in the classic three-horned mask and the red and white and black suit i mean i mean i want to see Keishin liger again but i don't i don't you want to see liger go out as and thunder liger right all right, so now we're moving on to the next match. We
0: got Tomohiro Ishii, Yoshihashi, Will Ospreay, and Sho and Yo taking on the Bull Club team of Kenta, Tamatonga, Tangaloa, Taiji Ishimori, and
3: Super J Cup winner El Fantasmo. You mind if I say something real quick? Go ahead. Yeah, uh we need to talk about the travesty that is Kenta's new theme song. It's compared to the <laughs> I mean he come back at uh, the G one returns to a Japanese promotion. I mean not Noah, not he doesn't return home, but he comes to New Japan Pro Wrestling comes out to face a Bushi with a banger theme. I mean, maybe it doesn't suit a heel Kenta, but that theme was amazing. And now he comes out with some weird war drum sounding generic heel theme. Honestly, it's, 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 it's it sounds like when you're uh, you're playing like your
0: SmackDown game and you're creating your wrestler and they have like some generic themes like heel generic theme too. Or, like you pick that for your heel. Yeah. Well,
2: well here's the thing guys, you have to understand about wrestling. And I don't know if you guys get this or not, but like a heel's not supposed to be liked. And so I don't know if you guys get that or not, but like he has, (laughs) he has generic heel music because generating heat, he wants to generate heat off you guys and it's working. And so you're just (laughs) simple marks. You guys are getting worked (laughs) right now.
0: (laughs) I just wish they would use the the bullet club theme more. I love the bullet club theme.
2: Yeah, I I actually, well, but here's the thing. I agree with you. I actually do agree. But like at the same time, you, if he's quote unquote, the number two guy in, club which he probably is he probably needs to have his own theme To some i don't know if they should all be coming out to it But at least when he's having singles matches right but
0: i feel like As a group if it's, if it's more than Three if it's five I agree. if it's five Of them why not come out to the whole the Bull club Name yeah.
2: oh, unless like you have a guy Who's supposed to be the number two guy and he's kind of struggling Being the number two guy and so you're trying to get over His theme yeah that's probably why they're doing it But mm. yeah i gotta agree i don't really like The uh <laughs> I really like I, I really like my Melts explaining to you guys. It's pretty <laughs> funny, um, yeah. And you know this this match I don't I don't like this theme.
0: Yeah, uh, this match was changed from the original card. The uh, birds of prey. Well, Osprey was here, but Eagles and Abushi were supposed to be in this matchup, but because showing Yo pinned. Um, Tama Tonga Tangaloa during that multi-man last weekend They wanted Punky 3k in here With G.O.D. so kind of telling that story Then you got Osprey and Phantasma Who will be facing off at King of War Wrestling So they were kind of heating that up As well and I thought this was um, A fine tag match uh, Obviously things really picked up When you know Osprey was in there And him and um, Phantasmo had some good exchanges And of course when Ishii was in there um, You know the action was pretty good um, Besides that just kind of a um, by-the-numbers, kind of multi-man tag. What do you guys think? Um,
3: I thought uh, this match did not make me excited for either of the championship matches. It was, well, three of them. I mean, it kind of seems like they're teasing Yoshihashi and Kenta, especially after what happened at the end of the IWGP Tag Championship match last week. I mean, I don't think anyone wants to see that match. Honestly. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, apart from that one uh, Yoshihashi fan that exists. Um, to,
2: to, to see... Kenta bludgeon Yoshihashi? (laughs) I'm all for that. Sign
3: me up. Put his knee through that dome. I mean, the NEVER Championship hasn't had a successful defense in a long time, so if Kenta does defend against Yoshihashi, you really want to take that chance he walks away with a belt?
2: Yoshihashi's not going to beat Kenta. (laughs) (laughs) Yoshihashi's a geek. (laughs) Oh,
3: man.
0: But yeah, so we had um, the Chaos team getting the win here With Yo getting the cradle on Tangaloa So that's two multi-mans in a row That Rapungi 3K has beat the current IWGP heavyweight tag team champions Gorillas of Destiny Where do we think this is going, guys?
2: Oh, it's going to all the way to World Tag League I don't know, uh, probably King of Pro Wrestling Or Power Struggle, one of those two, I'm it, guessing and Maybe
3: even Fighting Spirit Oh, in that's America, right. yeah. yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, both of those teams are pretty over in America, especially God, and they did have a match the last time they was in America, uh, um, G One Night One. Yeah, 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 in Dallas. Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree. I I totally agree with that. Um, I was excited to see Shounyo pick up another uh, win by roll up, and uh, you know. F- that sort of stuff is just hilarious And then to see like Tamatonga and Tangaloa Like get their heat back And lay these guys out Time and time again Yeah
0: post match They got the kendo stick out And wore these boys out
2: Do you know what that makes me think? You know what really makes me think? Hmm. It makes me think Sho and Yo are beating them For the titles hmm. Because here's the thing if, if, if Sho and Yo Were just going to Lose in, in the upcoming title challenge Wouldn't you want them To look really strong Going into that title challenge, so you have them like roll them up and then and then, then, get, and out then of there. get out of the ring and escape, and so the, it's like creating this sense of doubt in your mind. Instead, Tamatonga and Tengaloa are getting rolled up, and it's a fluke, and it's like it shouldn't be happening. And then they're and then they're laying the, they're leaving these guys laying, showing you about to they're about to put the straps <laughs> on showing Yo. that's what's happening. I'm telling you, yeah. these boys about to be the they're about to be the IWGP Heavyweight Champions, which I would love. I would love it. And it's gonna too. Yeah, and, it's and, gonna be, and I think it's time they yeah. need it. I think that's why they're gonna do it. I think they're winning the belts
0: and It's very interesting because we do have the super junior tag league coming up um, With this with the road to power struggle tour and then the world tag league will be following that So are we gonna get a 3k pulling some osprey and being in
2: both tournaments? Maybe or what if they're like we need to focus? On the heavyweight division and they're like we're not gonna be in the tournament
3: Mm. There's That's hardly any teams as it is I don't think they're going to miss the Super Junior
2: You're probably right But I, I can dream yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 a boy can dream A boy yep. can dream <laughs> But yeah, it will be interesting. to see what they go there.
2: I, I'm actually very curious, bro I'm very curious about both tag leagues like I think they have enough juniors to do to have a, a pretty uh, compelling Junior tag league, although I don't want it to be a tag league. I liked I liked it better when it was a single elimination I don't want to have another a block another block tournament, but then um when you when I start thinking about world tag league, I kind of get excited because most of the teams from last year Are gone, are gone. Like the majority of them, so it means like we're getting a fresh World Tag League, and that's that's an exciting proposition.
3: Mikey Nichols and Juice Robinson. Oh,
2: Oh, why you guys (laughs) say,
3: damn it, Samson?
2: We brought you onto the show.
0: (laughs) We welcomed you into our dojo. The
2: dojo. (laughs) Sorry, I offered you water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man,
0: (laughs) but uh, I'm I'm hoping that we get Rapungi 3K in both tournaments. I'm also hoping that we get Birds of Prey. In both tournaments I think I mean Osprey has been Mr. Tournament this year He's been in every tournament I think uh, Getting him in You know Super Junior Tag League And the World Tag League Would be incredible
3: Yeah uh, I think Birds of Prey are good But I mean we kind of said it During the show I'm, I'm Josh said it I'm Ishii and Osprey I mean they could do birds of prey for the junior tag league and then Osprey and Eagles can probably take the tour off I mean he's not really he I mean he might be becoming a full time New Japan talent but he's still I don't even know if he is right now but I mean Ishii and Osprey I mean as well, if Yoshihashi isn't teaming with Ishii and that was a one time thing, and Yano is back with Makabe, then I mean, Osprey and Ishii, that could be like yeah, and the and biggest tag team in New Japan. And Osprey and Ishii did have some kind of
0: great double team yeah. moments during this match. And I, when I saw that, I was like, yes, let's get it. Osprey, Ishii, let's run it, get them in the World Tag League.
2: I had a dream the other night that Will Osprey apologized to me. <laughs> 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 and it was literally like it wasn't until we were watching this match that I realized. That, that never actually happened. I've been living life for about four or five days now, thinking like, man, that was really cool when Will Osprey re- apologized to me for the dream. Jeremy- <laughs> he's just a good guy. Like, he, he's just going through a hard time, no big deal. And Jeremy, you were there, you were in my dream. You, you introduced <laughs> us, like. I, I set it up. <laughs> yeah, you set it up, you're like, you know, you explained to him what happened, he's like, mate, I had no idea. You're like, <laughs> apologized to me. I felt so. I felt so accomplished. And then like, we're watching this, and I was like, oh, that was a dream. <laughs>
0: It was all a
2: dream <laughs> It was all a dream
0: <laughs> Oh man
2: But um, what I would like is this Will Osprey wins the heavyweight tag uh, titles With Ishii And then Will Osprey wins the junior tag titles With Ishii <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man saw that coming <laughs> <laughs> Bro he was smaller than Ishimori in this match Can't tell me that man ain't a junior I don't care he, he. bowed it <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. No but um, In all honesty Birds of Prey are freaking awesome so, yeah. yeah
0: yeah, they're incredible Alright so yeah we had that post match attack By G.O.D Kind of standing tall getting their heat back Which brought us into the next multi-man match Where we had Kazuchika Okada Teaming up with his uh, Current Wrestle Kingdom challenger Kota Ibushi and Robbie Eagles Taking on Sonata Evil and Bushi this is pretty good Yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of like a broken record when it comes to LIJ Multi-mans, we talk about how great the uh, LIJ multi-mans are on these cards and
2: It's it's better than like having to talk about WWE and be like, this wasn't good Two stars <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, but I mean, this was a pretty solid match here Obviously, we're kind of still previewing Sonata and Okada for uh, King of Pro Wrestling, and then there was also kind of implications there with Abushi, who's currently going to be challenging Okada, and then also Abushi and Evil will be facing off for the contract. the The match hasn't been made official yet, but Evil did challenge Abushi last weekend. I'm assuming it's going to happen at King of Pro Wrestling. They're kind of loading that card up there, so um, a lot of uh, story elements here in this
2: matchup. How did you guys feel about Abushi? Not coming out with a renovated uh, briefcase like we expected, and instead, just literally carrying a contract in an envelope.
3: I mean, probably should have just left it in the back it wasn't on the line it, he had no reason i mean everyone no one forgot he won the g1 i mean he just got he just defended the briefcase well the the, the envelope or whatever uh, just last weekend so i mean he doesn't need to bring it out until they get him a new briefcase or if they even are going to get him a new briefcase he's just going to walk around with a, a black folder in his hand for the next t- three months or i don't know walk into the tokyo dome with a folder
2: it's an it's an opportunity pal <laughs> you know mate. a briefcase is something you carry stuff in it's a title. Opportunity
0: you know maybe He has a special like custom one that's Getting made didn't get it in time and That'd be he, cool yeah it's like Man I guess I got a I got show I got a stunt with, with My contract
2: so I think if They really want to focus on the character development Of Abushi, uh, Then they should like focus on how like he's Forgetful and then like he Loses the contract and because he Actually physically loses the contract he Can't defend it because he can't defend It he can't cash in on it meaning the entire like, Tokyo Dome like title defense is up in flux The G1 means nothing This is literally something I could see happening in WWE This yeah. is like literally something that could happen And um, I think we need to westernize
0: I was to say that sounds like some Vince Russo crap
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's not even WWE stuff It's like Vince Russo like circa 2000 Yeah WCW Yeah
0: But yeah, this was a pretty good match here Came down to uh, Sonata and um, Eagles to the end where Sonata he gets that skull and does a big swing and we had the uh, first botch from Okada in a long time He was trying to hit a drop kick as Okada or as Sonata was swinging around and completely missed.
2: That was weird
0: Yeah, yeah, then quickly recovered and hit the drop kick But then um, Sonata was eventually able to get the skull and back on and submitted Eagles
2: Now here's the one interesting thing with that later at the post-match Uh, Okada kept trying to drop kick him and he kept missing and he kept um, Sonata kept moving out of the way I don't know was this actually a botch or was this the planned outcome are they Improvising and are they going to incorporate that into their future title match like Mm -hmm. Sonata has studied him And he's going to avoid those drop kicks because it's one of the most um, You know effective offensive weapons that Okada has or are they just playing off a botch? Like, are they literally just like, oh, we better cover this up?
0: I don't know. I mean, these guys are so talented that if it was a botch and they probably like, let's utilize on it. Like they probably call it, in the, call it in the ring. like
2: That's what we do on the show. <laughs> Every time we botch, we just call it.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, maybe they're like, maybe Sonata was like, you know, you know, continue to drop kick me or something. I don't know. Called it somehow. And they did that. Or maybe it was this kind of the story, like. The drop kick is going to be something that Sonata continues to evade, and maybe that was the, sto- the whole part of a the- whole story element that we think was a botch.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, even if it wasn't a botch, our is good enough that he can make it look like one because that's just how good he is. But right. I mean, I think it was probably just a bit of improvisation. Um, I mean, it was kind of funny when I just straight up whiffed on the drop. <laughs> I mean, you haven't. When did he? Why would he even attempt that? Like he was in the middle of the swing, he could have got hit with uh, eagles. He could have got smashed right in the knees or something. I don't know.
2: There was something I saw. Like, uh, Eagles is really good at, like, because he does that uh, Ron Fuller special. Mm -hmm. And so he has a lot of, like, offense that's based on uh, attacking the knees. He did, like, a 619 to the outside turnbuckle to somebody's leg. And that was really
0: freaking cool. Dude, Robbie Eagle is so much better as Babyface. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's been great since the turn. Just like me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Sonata gets a skull in here So like we mentioned post-match yeah, Okada was kind of throwing the dropkicks of Sonata And Sonata kept missing They had their face off And then you had Evil and Abushi facing off And uh, Evil like smacks Ibushi in the face I thought we were going to get murder Kota Kota chops him in the chest To kind of chop each other And kind of get in each other's face So they're heating things up For both of these big matches right here
2: Here, I, okay I know that I know King of Pro Wrestling is some ways off I know it is But this just we're on the topic, I think we should talk about it I'm going to put out my opinion I personally am not excited For Evil versus uh, Ibushi Or Sonata versus Okada mm. And here's my reasoning You guys can tell me what your opinions are But this is my reasoning First off, I'm not as big of a fan of These two guys from LIJ as other people are I know that they're immensely popular And there are things I like about them And so I'm not bearing them whatsoever But if they're going to be pushed to the forefront um i think in some people's minds they're probably thinking like man king pro wrestling's a big show they're getting these big title opportunities they're being pushed like this is a really good thing for them and on the one hand it probably is but from like a predictability standpoint and also the fact that we've already seen these matches and and in the case of not and okada multiple times this year it's too predictable for me to actually sink my teeth into it and i I know that the matches leading up to the Tokyo Dome are usually pretty predictable but I do like to see something that's a little more compelling with Okada and Evil I would almost rather they got their tail shots like Dantaku and like Destruction where like maybe you think that or even like an earlier show like um, New Beginning New Beginning or even like one of the big ones like what's the one in April? Uh, Sakura Genesis like Sakura Genesis like something that you're like oh that the title change could happen <laughs> but like here at king of pro wrestling like we know it's not going to happen so it's kind of hard for me to
3: really get
2: excited for it
3: what do you think samson yeah uh i'm not honestly the king of pro wrestling card is just a whole bunch of rematches at the, this point i mean we've seen every um, match announced so far before but yeah Ricardo and Sonada um had two Uh, 60 minute matches and a 30 minute match and I thought thought the G1 match was by far the best one I mean because of the playing off the shorter time limit and I honestly don't even remember anything that happened in the New Japan Cup match or the title match because their match from last year the title match I thought that was a great match that's
2: the one that I liked the best was the the New Beginning match from last year
3: yeah me too but um, I think it's kind of weird that they have this streak broken of Okada beating Sonata. Sonata finally beats Okada and then they just have him lose to him right away again. I mean, I don't know. But at least this year, the main event of King of Pro Wrestling was announced like two months in advance instead of a week in advance. I mean, it's one of the biggest shows of the year. So.
2: Oh yeah, they had the triple threat last year, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, with uh, man, Kenny, yeah. Ibushi, and Cody. Yeah. So, I mean, Jeremy, do you feel the same way as us or are you going to be the voice of reason and tell us why this is awesome? Cause yeah, I, I, I know you can see it both ways. I mean, here's the thing, like...
0: I'll see. I know that EVO is not getting no contract from Bushi, <laughs> and Sonata is not going into the biggest Tokyo Dome show in modern history as the IWGP Champion. So I, I know Okada is winning that match. So on, on that side, it's like yeah, it's kind of anticlimactic. Even all these great interactions. I already know I'm pretty sure who's gonna win But at the same time I think both matches Are gonna be really good And like you mentioned I mean we're used to this now Wrestle Kingdom season we know That, that the dome matches are kind of locked in And we just kind of have to get through this time of the year um, So I'm not like Down on it but at the mm-hmm. same time I'm not like super hyped For King of Pro Wrestling I mean out, out of what's been announced I'm more looking forward to Osprey And ELP and Moxley And Juice Robinson
2: Me too So are you saying I'm being a spoiled little bitch? (laughs) Basically, is that what you're saying? I
0: mean, I didn't quite say (laughs) that.
2: (laughs) Let me ask you, what would you prefer? Would you prefer them to give us a big money match that we maybe haven't seen before in the lead up here? Knowing that even still that the the champion's probably going to retain. Or would you rather them give us a match like this where it's happened before, we know the outcome, but these guys are just... Popular enough to probably pull in big enough Tickets and it elevates them just A bit like what do you what would you prefer what do you Think's better do you think they're making the right decision here probably From a business standpoint
0: yeah I think from a business standpoint They're making the right decision Um, Sonata's popularity has just uh, Continued to uh, soar this Year he's super Over the matches with Okada Have been great and I think we're gonna get another great match here. I know it's a little early for predictions, but I, I think this match is going to a sixty-minute draw,
2: mm. and
0: I think that kind of keeps Sonata alive. It was incredible. You never
2: do that either. Yeah. you never like give away your prediction this early, so you feel really confident.
0: Yeah, I want to get it out there now because I know <laughs> there might be some other podcasts, <laughs> other reporters that get trying, you know, to claim that. But I think it's gonna be a sixty-minute draw.
2: I can see, I can hear Dave Meltzer They might go. To th- th- they might. Yeah. <laughs> they might go 60 minutes. Yeah, that's probably what they're going to do.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from a storytelling standpoint, it makes more sense to do a draw because, I mean, Sonata just finally overcame Okada and they're running it back. And Sonata's not going to walk away with the belt. But a draw, on paper, sounds good, but I don't want, think I want to watch Sonata and Okada wrestle for 60 minutes. I mean, I'm not going to say I love Okada. I think he's the best wrestler in the world right now, hands down, but... Him and Sonata's matches, especially the New Japan Cup and the Dontaku defense, I mean, they follow a formula, and I think they're the most generic of Okada's title defenses in the last three years, honestly.
2: Hmm. Well, you know, if I had the book, you know, I wouldn't do either of those things. You know what I would do? qualification No, no, no. It's still, a, but these two guys are still wrestling. But you know what finish I'd book? DQ. Either that or count out. Double, Double count, count out. out. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> We got to protect our stars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh. you, you said you've been watching 80s New Japan. I don't know what 80s New Japan you've been watching. Mine has lots of double count outs. <laughs> yeah, I watched those. Um,
3: you recommended the uh, UWF versus New Japan eliminations.
2: Oh, that's good, good, isn't yeah. it? Those matches are good. I think Chris Bryan is a little higher on them than I am. I, I love those matches oh man That's and they're awesome. kind of
3: a more different change of pace than the elimination matches they do today because while you can be eliminated by pinfall and submission they pretty much all of the eliminations come from over the top ropes yes and these, mm-hmm. this is, was like a big main event style match on a big show these these uh, eliminations they do these days are just road twos
2: I like I like the 83 gauntlet match between uh, <laughs> between um, Choshu's army and uh, Inoki's army it's my favorite 80s New Japan match <laughs> it's freaking awesome anyways so let's uh Let's move on, let's talk about the two big matches
0: Yeah, so we move on to the semi-main event We had Hiroki Goto Taking on Shingo Takagi Rematch from the G1 Where Shingo defeated Goto And these guys went out here And had another great hard-hitting match
2: I just want to apologize For all the Goto fans out there I uh, probably offended you guys last week I said the G in Goto stands for geek And um, I was wrong
3: (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about this match, Samson? The G for Goto stands for great. (laughs) I thought it was about on the level of their match from Final Night of B Block. It was a hard-hitting match. I mean, I'm not going to... Normally, repeating spots in successive matches is kind of a bad thing, but when they repeated that pumping bomber with the flip out on Goto, that was... I mean, it was just as great to watch for the second time. I mean, it was incredible, and I really enjoyed this match.
0: Yeah, man. Shingo was killing Goto with those lariats and that pumping bomber man turning goto inside out and just some of the uh, other chops and suplexes that chingo was delivering well he was uh, taking it to goto
2: i didn't think this match was as good as the one they had during the g1 but i thought it was one of the best g1 matches of the tournament so i you know it's high 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 marks but man i was still really high in this i don't know four and a quarter maybe
0: yeah I'm, I'm like four and a quarter i believe i gave really great I think I gave the G1 match Four and a half I think
2: This was Uh, good man Yeah this was This
0: was really good Hard hitting stuff
2: My favorite My favorite part of the match Was when they Started hitting each other With successive uh, Lariats Like Mm -hmm. standing lariats They're just standing there And just freaking Like whacking the shit Out of each other With their arms And they just kept doing it Like boom Boom and like I was like oh my god That was one of the most violent spots Even though I didn't think this was the best match of the year Or anything like that I think that's one of my favorite spots of the year They were just killing each other Yeah, I I really enjoyed this match a lot And I thought it was going to be the match of the tour And I think it may have been Yeah I think so Well I think you liked that Birds of Prey and. uh,
0: Yeah yeah Birds of Prey Versus ELP Nishimori
2: This might have been my favorite match of the tour Honestly, like I really, in, I dug the crap out but, of it. But as far as singles
3: going. matches, yeah,
2: for singles, absolutely, it yeah, was.
3: yeah. This is like a classic never open weight championship style of match. Yeah, definitely, and um,
2: Carl Gotch is pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah.
0: That uh, was pretty interesting. Uh, Shingo caught Goto with a rope-assisted uh, GTR, and that was cool. And that's kind of been built up in the multi-man last week. Shingo did hit a regular GTR on Goto and said that his he was going to do a better GTR to Goto, so that was kind of a part of the story going into this match. Um, like we mentioned, the Pumping Bomber that was such a great near fall. I, I kind of bit on that one,
2: and uh, I was sitting there when it was happening. I was like, Pumping Bomber, Pumping
0: Bomber, <laughs> and then he did it, and it was
2: just it was excellent.
0: Yeah, then you had um, Goto uh, busting out the Shouten Kai, which was his old finisher for a great near fall. Uh, Shingo busting out the Maiden in Japan for another great near fall. And then these guys just a lot of great counters. Uh, Goto hits the uh, Ushigoroshi for a near fall. Um, and then he kind of hits that Ushigoroshi into a GTR and then picks him up. That's and, cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. And then he hit the uh, GTR, the regular GTR, and uh, got the win.
2: I don't, I don't have anything else to add to this. <laughs> You said it, this is great yeah. Goto wins, Shingo loses I feel bad for the Shingo fans But Shingo has nothing to be ashamed of This was a fantastic match Goto looks revitalized And um, yeah man This is great
3: yeah, Shingo won enough matches this year. On, <laughs> I mean, at least in the best of the Super Juniors and all that. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt him at all to lose here. I mean, he has only just in the K kayfabe of New Japan. I mean, he has competed in heavyweight divisions in other promotions like All Japan Pro Wrestling, but this is—he's on new territory in the heavyweight division in New Japan. I mean, the top promotion in Japan, the the elite, the top of the heavyweight competitors. So, I mean, the elite, yeah, well, <laughs>
2: hey. which, which elite? Uh, <laughs>
3: Not the (laughs)
2: only Here's Uh, two things I want to say Number one You're absolutely wrong when you say this loss doesn't hurt him All losses hurt What do you mean a loss doesn't hurt? Wins and losses matter Wins and losses matter (laughs) (laughs) Number two um, (laughs) Samson has become our uh, go-to All Japan guy So
0: yo if there's anybody out there listening that wants to do a all japan podcast with samson like
2: hit he's, us up he's oh, ready
0: let's get this started let's man. get this going we need some good some all japan coverage on the network
2: he wants to talk about zeus for half an hour trust me
3: <laughs> I, honestly zeus is actually great uh, i mean zeus is actually really good
2: zeus is good
3: yeah uh, zeus is actually i mean zeus would fit in pretty good in new japan too but i mean um, the majority of the all Japan wrestlers seem like a fit for new japan but i wouldn't bring him over i mean all japan isn't doing the best as it is so about to talk about suwama and oh suwats suwama's getting uh, kind of up there talk about bodyguard <laughs> he doesn't even wrestle that much in all japan anymore. No he's more of a freelancer so mm. let's get it going yeah man let's get this uh keeping it all japan. joe Doring. <laughs> <laughs> i mean joe Doring.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is great
0: yep but yeah, so a great matchup here, and you know clearly with uh, Goto had to get the win here based <laughs> on kind of the story direction they were going for future matches, which we'll get to in a bit. Stories. You guys
2: keep talking about these stories. <laughs> all I've all I've seen is wrestling. Wrestling doesn't have stories,
0: right? There, there was no, no uh, twenty-minute promo segments in this and m- during the show. No, like backstage skits. My favorite yeah.
2: part was when Jay White came out and did the Cutting Edge. <laughs> right before his match with Tetsu United. <laughs> we,
0: we didn't have uh, Harold May coming out and belitt- belittling the top baby faces. Uh, Making an impromptu tag team main event. Right. Stuff. Nope, fu- nobody they- went one on one with The Undertaker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. You know, we didn't have the best in the world. Chimic so Kaye.
2: came out and fired Michael Craven right on the <laughs> air.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's good shit, pal. <laughs>
2: So let's talk about this main event. Yes, uh, (laughs) I was not as excited, but um, I'm gonna kick it off to Samson because these are your two favorite wrestlers, right?
0: So we had the uh, New Japan, yeah, the IC Championship match, Tetsuya Naito defending against Switchblade
3: Jay White. Yeah, I thought this was a a great match, but on paper, I'm not gonna. I didn't have high hopes. I mean, I, I don't really, honestly get super hyped in terms of the matches quality or whatever but yeah um, this was a great match with some great spots and a out of nowhere finish Jay keeps proving to be one of the best re- reverse wrestlers in all of the world I mean his finishing sequences are great and he keeps catching people with that blade runner out of nowhere from High Fly Flows and Rainmakers and Oz Cutters and um, Des- nearly he got him with the blade um the Destino from the G1 I mean Eventually he's gonna be picking people off of mid air, off springboards, on the floor. I mean, he's gonna be catching people with Blade Runners every which way. I mean. <laughs> but yeah, this match was great. Uh, Went nearly thirty minutes, which if didn't feel that long. And Jay and Naito keep trying to make each other smile, but and as as Jay said in the post match, Naito was not smiling after he got his face planted into the mat at the end there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, interesting thing going into this match So Naito has been undefeated in singles matches in this building going into this match 5-0 2-0 in title matches So it, it seemed like things were kind of in Naito's favor And like you mentioned, a lot of this build, this match was both of them trying to make each other smile So there's a lot of that going on in this match And uh match kind of started off kind of slow with both of them kind of playing into their characters And Lot of powdering you know Naito Kind of stalling towards the beginning And a lot of you know kind of Back and forth with the taunting and then um, Kind of picked up towards the middle and towards The end
2: well this was Somewhat of a crossroad match just Kind of even give a little bit of background here you Know Naito Losing the G1 in the B block finals to Jay White In what many people consider to be Somewhat of an upset but as we discussed um, Off the air We talked about how Aside from Okada, who's more protected in New Japan than Jay White? I mean, their top, you know, Gaijin heel, he's the top heel in the company. And, you know, Jeremy said it last week that, you know, when it comes to a guy, you know, in a top spot like this who... Promises he's gonna win. You like you don't bet against him anymore, right?
0: Like that's it. Last week, yeah, you never bet against Jay White in big match situations, and that's why last week when we did our predictions, I went with Jay White. I did too, and it was funny. Like we were watching the pre-match promo, and he came on with like my destino, his destino was my destino, and hey, that gave that look in the camera. I was like, he's winning. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and and you know, with Jay White being the guy that spoiled Tetsuya Naito, who you know we've talked about his trials, his tribulations, going back. Over two years, and then if you really want to count back, I mean, you can go back to the Stardust Genius days and him winning his first G1. I mean, this is a when when people like question long-term storytelling in New Japan, they obviously don't know what they're talking about because this is literally long-term multi multi multi-year storytelling at the top top level they're not falling into this this is something that gato is crafting over the entire course of a person's career this is the kind of stuff that you wish story modes in in wrestling games were actually made out of but they're they can't even like fathom how great this is and you know naito's at this crossroads where we've wondered what's he doing with this white belt What's he doing with his career? When is he going to get, you know, to the top of that mountain? And he's got this insurmountable guy in front of him, this surging heel. And, uh, you know, the mind games of Tetsuya Naito, the tranquilo, the the, the, the chillness, he couldn't, he couldn't get under this guy. He couldn't beat him. And, you know, skills pay the bills. And Jay White has the skills to catch anybody on any given night. Tetsuya Naito was taking him too lightly. And he got caught. He got caught got laid out uh even though jay white like yeah he had some interference this was clean and this is the second yeah, time he's beaten this guy clean yeah there was
0: minimal interference from gato there was a couple distractions um and then there was one point where um gato hit naito with a chair while uh jay pulled the referee down and then i hit the kiwi crusher but i mean pretty much after Ooh, that, that was a
2: beautiful yeah, kiwi crusher
0: yeah. yeah and then pretty much after that it was I mean, there wasn't that much interference. It was just Jay, like you mentioned, Samson being one of the best counter wrestlers there there is today
3: and just doing that. Yeah, I mean, excluding the G1, because everyone takes a loss in the G1. It doesn't matter who it is in 2019, but Jay has only been pinned or submitted one time the entire year in any match. That's less than Okada. That's less than everybody except for Shingo. But, I mean, Shingo was a junior most of the year. So, uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, Jay is uh I don't know how they're going to Event. I mean he's going to be a he's got to be a baby face at some point in his career because I mean he was a great baby face as a young lion i mean he changed his he completely revamped his move set when he became a heel came back as the switchblade he used to be doing drop kicks off the top yeah I he mean, was all that doing uh, you know space flying tiger
0: drops dies planchas you know shooting stars Bro, In
2: three years when this guy goes babyface, people are not gonna be ready for it <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they don't know like uh, the people that only know him as switchblade they have no idea what to expect like yeah
3: I mean, Jay. Uh, he's gonna. Be, I think he's one of the. He's gonna. He's an amazing heel. I mean, people. I mean, people talk about him leaving the arena like it's go away heat, but those aren't the New Japan fans. I mean, that love all the New Japan guys. Those are the diehard Naito fans that pay to see Naito that are leaving, and the like the ones that you see on the, all over the internet, on Twitter, on Reddit, all that. But um, yeah. Uh, the New Japan fans that paid to see the inside show, see Okada, see Jay, see Tanahashi. They stay. They clap because at the end of the day, they appreciate the heel work that Jay does. He is the heel that New Japan has needed in a long time. Suzuki doesn't get that heat. Naito, I mean, when he first came back as the Ingo Panopoli, he was a big heel getting booed, especially when he won the title.
2: Oh, when he tossed that title? Oh, yeah. Well, people
3: were getting mad. When <laughs> Bro, he was they dead. were pissed. Yeah, so... Uh, well, but, Kenta's been getting that heat. Yeah, Kenta's been doing good too, but I think that is not as... I mean, that's more of a go away heat than it is for Jay. Definitely. I mean, there is real heel heat for him too, obviously, but yeah, people that say Jay just has go away heat, they don't know what they're talking about. I mean, the fans appreciate it. A lot of that's
2: Western fans. Yeah.
3: yeah, People understand. He is a great pro wrestler. He's a great heel. Uh, And he is a, uh, I feel like in a few years when people people are going to come to appreciate him a lot more than they do now. Yeah. And um,
0: like I said, I felt like the match started off kind of slow, but definitely picked up towards the end, especially that kind of last, like, countering sequence there where uh, Destino is countered, um, the, the Blade Runners is countered into a Dragon Suplex from Naito, and they, they keep countering until White just catch, catches him with the Blade Runner. And we've been seeing, man, the Blade Runner is like, one of the best finishes, and new Japan, one of the most right?
2: protected. That's yeah, out there.
0: If you're getting hit with that, it's over. one, yeah. two, three.
2: and there was a few things. so this match, I'll be honest with you. um, I enjoyed the match. I thought it was a good match. I actually you you know, I think I liked it better than their G one match, but I was not blown away by the match. Personally
0: yeah I wasn't blown away either But I still thought it kind of got the job It done. got the
2: job done and you know what I thought It was a fitting main event I liked it a lot More than I liked the Bushi and Kenta Match from earlier or a Bushi and Kenta Match from this tour same here Um, But we're you know the fact that we're able To sit here and talk about the character development The long-term storytelling and The future implications Leads me to believe that you know we're not sitting here Complaining about you know the delivery Of the catch is catch acumen Between these guys um, I did Think you know what Samson you mentioned earlier um, when we were off air how you thought Jay white has some of the best finishing Sequences of anybody Um, I did disagree with you a little bit because I still think that the best guy out there when it comes to that is Okada but you you talked about how like Jay can catch you from anywhere and that's absolutely true. I thought they were a little a little bit sloppy at the end, but ultimately Jay caught Naito when he caught him like like it was like a cold chill went over us because we knew I knew it was it. We're yeah. like oh god, he got him. Like it, I know we predicted it, but we just weren't really sure. But then like it happened, and we're like,
3: damn, <laughs> Naito lost again. So that's what I was thinking just just now. In my some of the signs are pointing to a, a maybe potential another match between these two down the line, considering this a uh, double title scenario people have been throwing around so maybe is that the time where someone kicks out of the Blade Runner for the first time or would Naito or would they save that for the I mean Jay versus Okada is going to be a major feud coming in in the coming years in New Japan the top heel versus the ace of the company so it could be Okada but I think if they're going with that feel-good moment with Naito getting both the belts maybe he's the one
2: and maybe Naito doesn't get any of the belts and he just goes off. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <those scary. laughs> the- we keep we keep anticipating this yeah. Naito. Uh here's one thing. Um so when we were in the car, we were driving um back from a delicious dinner that we had tonight, by the way. But uh we had an awesome dinner and then we were talking about Naito and Jay White. And I did say it's like, you know what? If they wrestle again, that's fine. But you know, this was protect, this match was protected for years. They finally gave it to us during the B-block final. And as great as the story was I was not blown away with that match I know uh, you guys might have enjoyed it a little bit more me I think I was a little more down on it I like this match a bit more But I'm not like overly excited to see Naito and Jay White wrestle again And I think the question we had was Is it that they just don't have good chemistry? Or Is it that Naito might be breaking down And he's not getting the job done this year Or delivering on any What's where are the great Naito matches this year That you can point to I can think of, like, two or three. Like, the uh, some of the Ibushi
3: matches. Shingo. Okay, yeah,
2: the Ibushi and the Shingo matches are immediately would come to mind.
3: But what else? I mean, Jericho, like, Jericho match was not even a real I, pro wrestling match. It was a lot I of... I liked it. Yeah, I um, liked it. I forgot about that match. Yeah, I, I liked that match. I, yeah, I liked it too, but it wasn't, like, pro wrestling. It was a lot of outside lot and of stuff of, like that. Walk so. and brawl kind of style. Yeah, I mean...
2: But there yeah. was a lot of matches this year that, like, either delivered lower than you anticipated, like, a lot of those. Like, uh... I'm just thinking What Like even the Ishii match Was lower than it was before the, uh, These matches The matches with uh, tai Chi. Yeah Um a lot of his G1 matches The mocks Yeah I mean, we, we,
0: we said in the G1 That we felt like Naito was kind of One of the Underperformers Of the tournament And We hear all the time People talking about How bad shaped this guy is How bad his knees are mm-hmm. I mean Since I've been watching New Japan This man's knees Have always been taped up So um, You know I don't know What how We know what the situation Is there Or you, like you said, is it a, a chemistry situation or is it Naito is is breaking down?
2: If you had a guess, do you think it's one or the other? you think it's a little bit of both? Or do you think they're just, say, holding back for a uh, bigger match? I mean, what do you think it is?
3: I don't yeah. know. Uh, go ahead, oh, so, Okay, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of a bit of both because if you look at some of the best, most highly regarded Jay White matches, the one versus Juice for the U.S., the IWGP Heavy with Okada, the G1 final, he loses those matches. Those are like probably the three of his highly most regarded matches and when he wins like versus Tanahashi or versus Naito it's a it's a dead silence in the air of the crowd I mean it's meant to disappoint you that's what I would like to believe and it might be true hopefully I hope it is but Naito is getting up there in age so I mean and maybe they just don't have good chemistry but I hope the first thing I said I mean uh, that would most could be the case
0: yeah I, I kind of feel sometimes with these two There's more emphasis on Kind of their, their character work Especially in this few there's been a lot of that whole Whole Tranquilo thing and both of them Trying to like you know get on each other's nerves Kind of thing so I don't, I don't know if they're kind of playing Up to that too much here um, Or what the deal is But I, I, I kind of agree with you Samson I do think it's kind of a mix of both Of the chemistry and also Some of uh, Naito maybe kind of breaking Down But it's going to be interesting to see, you know, going into Wrestle Kingdom, you know, everybody has their fingers crossed or, you know, saying their Hail Marys. And our our father's hoping that Naito's going to walk out on January 5th with two titles. And we're, we're going to see, is this guy going to be able to perform at a Tokyo Dome level?
2: Ultimately, regardless of all that, there's one really important factor that just remains the same. This guy is loved. You, the, you, they span to the crowd, there's flags everywhere, there's banners, there's teddy, teddy bears, bears, there's towels. towels, there's women crying. I mean, there's people <laughs> People love Tetsuya Naito over there. And I mean, you know, we talk about the Road Warriors pop, what about the Tetsuya Naito pop? Time and time again, I think he gets the biggest pops every, you know, consistently all throughout the year. So I mean, there's still that to, to take into consideration. Um, I know we got some questions about the I think there's one Last big topic to talk about when it comes To this match and I know we got some questions you know Kind of concerning it
0: yeah so first let's talk About the post match so post match um, Jay cuts one Of his best promos Bro, ever. I was
2: We were rolling bro
0: yeah, he was uh, making fun that, You know, the Buenas Noches And talking Spanish He does the, because uh, you know Normally Naito does the L.I.J. roll call He did the Bullet Club roll call Which obviously was way longer than the L.I.J. roll call Literally called out every single member Including Gino Gambino he Called
2: out Juicy Called out Peter He called out, <laughs> yeah. out Hickle
0: Everybody
2: I was waiting for him to call it like Bone Soldier <laughs> Cody Hall
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, called out everybody And um, just kind of mocking Naito with his promo And
2: he's like He's like, EJ. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, club for life. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, it was awesome. It was one of my favorite like post match promos he's ever done. Yeah, I yo, love when it. he did that, people were like, start. They really Ooh. were. They were booing <laughs> and walking out. It was hilarious. Yeah, he's like, where y'all going? Where you going? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, he continued to mock Naito and Lij until we have Hiroki Goto arriving, making his way down to the rig and of course, jump zone. Yeah, run it. Jay was frustrated. He was like, no, no, you're not, you're not stealing my spotlight. And then Go just comes in, drills him down, and uh, gets on the mic, and um, you know says he's coming for Jay and that IC title.
2: Yeah, that was great and um, smart way for them to like kind of send the th- uh, fans home happy. You leave goto standing tall. Um, I really liked the post-match press conference in the back that um, Jay Jay started talking about goto and he's like just because you come out here and you jump me doesn't mean you 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 jump to the front of the line like he's like I've got a winning record over you It doesn't matter if you beat me in the g1 like jump to the back of the line There's a bunch of other people ahead of you. So like kind of just like Under and then he was like he's like you think you get a title opportunity you've had more title opportunities than ever than like you deserve and you keep losing so no you're not Getting a title shot Mm -hmm. which is kind of funny yeah
0: it's yeah it's been fun yeah (laughs) that was Funny and just the whole jay white goto kind of feud so we will be interesting to see when that match is going to take place And uh, like you said, Youngboy, we do have a lot of questions on here While we we're talking, a bunch of questions coming in from Reddit So
2: we'll get We to need l- to chill
0: <laughs> We'll get to all <laughs> these um, So first, uh, Howard Chilling from the Wrestling Squared Circle He says, it seemed like they're really pushing the concept of a double champion Do you think they pull the trigger at, at Wrestle Kingdom? And is it
2: Ibushi or White that does it? I think he's talking about the IWGP I don't know that they... That he's referring to is it the they from TNA, <laughs> the they that Abyss was talking about, or is he is he referring to the International Wrestling Grand Prix? I think he's
0: just talking about the fact with you know Naito mentioning about wanting to be double champion, Jay White mentioning he wants to be double champion, uh, Sabers now mentioning he wants to be double champion. It's like everybody's kind of coming out of the Tana woodwork Hashi. Yeah, Everybody's saying they want to be double champion. So clearly this is a, a, a current story direction. This is not just something that people are making up now and. Um, You know I think that From right now I feel like Ibushi I think he's going to lose to Okada on night one And I think I think it makes most sense right now For it end up being Okada and Naito On night two and Naito wins it all I don't know how they're going to quite get there from here But that's that's what I feel is the right Direction what do you think Samson
3: I mean last year Naito Jericho main evented with the IC belt with Evil, so that's probably where Goto and Jay will most likely happen. King of Pro Wrestling is already a stacked card, and they're not going to run it back at Fighting Spirit so quickly, obviously, so. And Naito had a match at Power Struggle last year against Zack Sabre, a special singles match, which normally kind of worked like number one contenders, and then he later in the night came out, attacked Jericho, and challenge for the belt so maybe they do naito and maybe zach Saber again because he's one of the guys or maybe even tanahashi uh naito can i don't know win the match jake and defeat goto then there's the Intercontinental championship match for the tokyo dome night one
2: you know <clears throat> my whole thing with this is basically and you mentioned this off the air uh samson you said before this match, you were like, you know, Jay winning makes the most sense because if Naito wins, then you have to kind of like reestablish someone for him to, def- to defend the belt against at Wrestle Kingdom. That almost doesn't make sense. Like, you know, but if Jay wins, now you've got Naito to, you know, to go after something. And obviously with Jay being one of their top stars, it makes sense that he would be in that mix. And how is he going to get in that mix if he doesn't win this belt? So yeah. that was that was good foresight on your, your part. Um, my thinking and I said this on the air a few weeks ago. I was like, you know what with Naito I Thought he might lose to Jay white because I was like, you know, we we, we talked Extensively how I thought he was winning the G1. It made the most sense But then he lost and it was like oh. We were like they're done with this guy mm-hmm. because this whole concept of a double, you know Champion and a mini tournament really hadn't come to the forefront yet now that it's here. It's like well, They have... It's got to be Naito, right? Mm-hmm. it might not be. It might not be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
3: That would be a bad move.
2: It it, it probably would be a bad move, but it might not... There are some people who don't think that at all. They think it needs to be Ibushi, and, like, they feel very confident that that's the case. Um... And I, there's people who are disagreeing with you literally saying nah like on the air right now they're like <laughs> they're like, no <"Nah>, he's wrong <laughs> But um, I, I agree with you I think it needs to be Naito and I feel like this is the best way you could possibly do it if you're if you're gonna go with Naito And you made you've made him lose all these big matches. Yeah, he wins a lot. Yeah, he's in main events Yeah, he's pushed as a top guy, but In a lot of big moments over the last two years He's lost big time in big matches in big moments when they really counted and how do you redeem this guy? What kind of great story can you tell better than taking him to his lowest, lowest point, and then bringing him through that tournament, and then he bests all the top guys, and he ends up uh, standing at the end of the night with two titles, and that's his big moment, and that's how we get there. I'm all for that, and I think that that's a great story, um, you know. But I, Gato likes to book heart heartbreaks, bro. Yeah. He likes uh, to book heartbreaks, but there's been enough heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, Bro, that's how I feel about my life. Yeah, there's been enough heartbreak. It's time. It's, it's time for a change. What about me?
3: As you said, like I think it makes more sense if Naito walks into the Tokyo Dome with the Intercontinental Belt. He has something to lose. When you have Naito walking in with nothing to lose, potentially wrestling two nights. I mean, it it's provides a far greater story. Underdog Naito. He's been at some of the lowest moments of his career in terms of uh, losses in the last two years. So, I mean, having him come in with absolutely nothing and leaving with everything, when Ibushi comes in with the G1 win in the contract, Jay comes in with the intercontinental, or Okada comes in with the IWGP heavyweight, Naito, he doesn't have nothing. He comes in as the guy everyone wants to win, but the guy that might not even win people will be doubting that because of this loss to jay i mean jay white is a hard man to pass in the new japan pro wrestling ring so i mean i think it makes more sense to have it end up like this yeah
2: i actually one thing i gotta say i'm not convinced that it's gonna be just the four of them i know not everyone agrees with this but i think the fact that they've got other people starting to bring it up like tanahashi like um saber saber leads me to think that what if hypothetically and i'm just throwing this out there and there's been rumors that this it's not just my idea like i didn't formulate this there are other people who are speculating it might be like an eight man two night tournament so where you end up with like four matches that are tournament related on night one and then three who you know on night two basically the semifinals, and then the final and the main event with the double titles that's something I could actually see happening. And they've got enough big names for that to really make a lot of sense and to really fill both of those cards in a promising way. And I'm not convinced they don't end up doing that.
0: Yeah. I I definitely could see that happening and I, I
2: would be down for that. I think it's, I kind of like that idea because I'm almost a little bit like not as into it. If it's just, well, here's two problems. One, we already got, Ibushi and Okada this year. We already got multiple times um, Naito and um, Jay white and so if we're just getting rehash of those so that we can build to Naito and Okada with no real buildup between them That's a little underwhelming for me. The other problem is exactly what I just mentioned Okada Naito is the most protected match in all of New Japan pro wrestling So you're just gonna give it away with no actual build I'm actually not in favor of this tournament unless they start a like hinting at it on the road to or even like after king of pro wrestling they need to start hinting towards it and start like building to it even if it's not like official it needs to be in the background and in the minds and the hearts of fans otherwise why do it because it's your most protected match it's your biggest money match that they've had you know they haven't done it in two years there's a reason for that
3: yeah i mean The only thing I have... If Naito... Naito is like the the only logical winner of this whole tournament. I mean, excluding Tanahashi, who brought it back years back. He's the first one to start this whole idea of the the double champion. So I think if Naito ended up having to wrestle three matches, I mean... As you said here, he's got... I mean, Tanahashi definitely probably wouldn't be able to do that, but three matches in less than, like, 24 hours or just over, I mean, that's going to be tough on Naito, I mean, and he's expected to have a championship run, and as you know, Naito, he does all the tours, Fantastic Mania, Best of the Super Juniors, tours where he's not needed. So how's he supposed to wrestle three high-caliber Tokyo Dome main event level matches and then turn around and be fit to defend in the belts and do these multi-mans on Fantastic Mania and all that? Yeah, I feel like once he wins the belt they might change up his
0: um his uh tour schedule uh but I think you know going forward if they kind of you know book him I'm sure he'll be in a lot of multi-mans building up to the dome you protect him in multi-mans I think they can get him to the dome in a healthy situation and I think he can pull
3: it out and have the matches and then go on to have his title run but you don't think if they do because New Japan main events like this one They're like normally 30 minute affairs You don't think he's going to Have 90 minutes of matches If this does end up Like an 8 man tournament Right
0: No I, f- I think the, the Some of the early tournament Matches might Lean towards more of The 15 to 20 minute range Yeah And then the final match Him and Okada, Will probably be like A 30 minute or yeah, more Yeah Yeah uh, so next question comes from At the Chris Samsa on Twitter And definitely check out his uh, site Sportofprowrestling.com Chris you've been, probably heard his name now On New Japan Podcast Kevin Kelly has been mentioning a lot of his work And the stats that he pulls He's, Chris does an excellent job of kind of pulling These uh, statistics for New Japan, AEW And he has a great website where he pulls up all these statistics on match wins and history and stuff like that So check him out at the Chris Sampson on Twitter, sportofprowrestling.com So his question is, all signs are pointing towards NJPW ending up with a double champion at the end of Wrestle Kingdom Do you think the title holder defends both titles individually going forward, relinquishes the IC, or they stay unified for some period of time?
2: Um, Well, I'll just say this. I think that there's a chance that they might. I mean, they could do any of those, really. You know what I mean? They realistically could do either of those. My main thing is this. The IC belt is the second most prestigious championship, maybe excluding like the junior title that they have. Um, And I don't think it makes a lot of sense to me to like either unify it or Handicap it by not having it defended on other shows I would rather them get rid of like the us belt or even you know god forbid the never belt unless Unless we're talking about them Unifying the icy belt into this title and then elevating one like say the never the never belt because you kind of need that secondary title To headline minor shows and to elevate, you know rising stars and the icy belt is great at that And it does a good job. So I don't know why you wouldn't um keep it separate because it Yeah, they have too many titles in new japan. They definitely do but the ic title is not one of the ones That's a problem,
0: (laughs) right? I mean, there's a lot of rich history with that ic title And I think it would be interesting going into next year having a guy with both both belts and then you could do a show where Hey, the champ has to defend the title twice in one night I wouldn't like that. (laughs) I mean, not
2: not in new japan specifically. That's just my some people might like it But that's not my taste
3: Yeah, I think I mean, Naito doesn't... I mean, the moment himself of him walking out with two belts at the Tokyo Dome would b- completely solidify the title reign no matter how long it lasted. Um, I mean, the moment for him himself. I mean, but honestly, you could have him defend it as a double crown, both up until, like, let's say, Don Taku, because that's a two-night show. So maybe night one on May 3rd, mm. he defends the Intercontinental, Night four, I mean, night yeah. two... May fourth, he defends the heavyweight, and that's how you could maybe split them back up again. You can have him successfully defend one, lose the other, or something like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, you really could go the all Japan route, and you could make it part of the triple crown, a double or a triple crown, and then you could elevate another title. The only problem is, the big difference there is like when you talk about the triple crown titles, the history that was behind those three belts was so deep and so vast that they. They eclipse anything from the icy belt as great as the icy title is. It's not no. it's, You know, it's not anywhere near those three belts that that comprise the uh, the triple crown so I don't know about that, but um If you want my bet if I was betting tomorrow Let's say it is Naito that wins it. I think Naito would win I think the next day he'd have a press conference and I think he would relinquish the IC belt I think he would do it in a respectful way. I don't think he would like trash it. Mm-hmm. I think he would say, you know, me, me and this belt had a tumultuous relationship. It's now time to cut ties. Thank you for getting me to this point. And they would probably have some sort of tournament or some sort of decider for that title. And I think he would have an IWGP title reign. That's what I think would probably happen, personally.
3: Yeah, that sounds... a Probably the most likely. Yeah, it sounds outcome. reasonable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sounds exactly like what Naito would probably do. Yeah. yeah,
3: I mean he don't. I mean he's probably just pretending to like that icy belt because he can't get near the heavy
2: belt. Uh, well, isn't that what we all do when we have a girl? We have a girl?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: So moving on. Uh, next question from Reddit user Life Is A Dragon it says, "A little belated, but why does Jay White get so much heat from American crowds? Sure, he gets booed plenty in Japan, but I was at the Super J Cup 5 and I couldn't hear most of his promo because he had to shout it over the crowd um, Then he sends the link for the match. that's
3: on New Japan world from the Super J cup play it for us <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I actually did watch that promo and match I mean they was chanting please don't talk every time he put the mouth I mean the uh, mic near his mouth They was booing like crazy I mean
2: that sounds crazy because you would imagine that that particular crowd would have to be like what Like a traveling crowd like diehard uh, New Japan fans, although I'll say this When they were Some of the chants I heard that particular crowd At Walter Pyramid uh, Chanting were not things that you would Typically hear from like a, a, a New Japan Crowd, like yeah. they were being really disrespectful Even to the heels, they were like, you know Telling them to like fuck off and like You know, other things I probably shouldn't say On this show, and I was kind of surprised by that And I was like, I don't, this might just be like a really Smarky indie crowd and not, yeah. not Like a New Japan crowd, but um, Yeah, I don't know Uh, People don't like Jay White though That is true They really don't
0: Yeah It says uh, Given Japan's history of evil foreigner archetypes And the stateside popularity of Bullet Club I'm a little surprised at how much American fans love piling on this dude Are we just suckers for cheap heat?
2: Well Let's be clear The Bullet Club that's popular is not this Bullet Club Right This is not the Bullet Club that people love the Bullet Club that people love was for Kenny better or for Omega. worse. They're wrestling in Tony Khan's wrestling e, promotion. Yeah, right Young now. Bucks. And Kobe. a lot of them are wrestling in Vince McMahon's wrestling
3: promotion. I mean, yeah. GOD is. I mean, they were apart from of all pretty much. I mean, Tamatonga, part of all iterations of the Bullet Club. I mean,
2: yeah. I I agree, but when you're talking about the people that were buying those T-shirts, the Western, oh yeah, the, the Western that wasn't fans,
3: GOD T-shirts. Yeah. yeah,
2: they're not they're they're not here for the Camacho shirts. They're here. <laughs> See, you know what I'm saying, Like yeah. it's they're, funny, they're, they're young bucks in fans. front of the
0: show. Uh, Dan Coffin, you know, we were over at his house. What was that um, last month for um, what pay per view we watching? Uh,
2: we we're watching G1 and we we're watching NXT.
0: Yeah, we got take over. Yeah, uh,
2: we, we don't watch. We don't watch another wrestling. Right? <laughs> yeah. We watch good wrestling. <laughs>
0: yeah, so we were watching uh, New Japan. He was like, you know, I keep hearing about how popular the Bullet Club was, but it doesn't look like the same. Like what? <laughs> Who are these guys like this doesn't look like a top Faction to me
2: let's be clear I like the Current iteration of the bullet club but it's Not you know They don't have the star power that they had a few Years ago and that's just that is a fact Um, But regardless I think that there is a clear distinction Between the bullet club that fans seem to In the West seem to get behind and the one that they have Here I do think that The people that are like that hate Jay White I'm sorry to say it but y'all some simple Marks if y'all really hate this guy that Much you guys are getting worked a little bit You just, yeah, man. You just are
0: <laughs> Yeah I mean there, there there's so many people Even people within social suplex Who have hated on Jay White And have not been a big fan of him And here's the thing Man like this guy Generates heat he is a great Wrestler I know that's kind of been the big complaint Like oh he does not He's, he's not New Japan quality like he's a good wrestler But he's, he does not match the main Event quality of an Okada or Tanahashi or Or that But when I see Jay White In these big main events In my eyes He's the one that delivers And has good matches I agree I mean you look at this Naito match I I feel like Jay
2: Maybe we're the symbol marks Because we like this guy No I don't
0: think we are man I don't know Me either though (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean you, you look at the You know those Okada match that Wrestle Kingdom match I you know a lot of people are
2: like that wasn't a good Match he had but some really good G1 matches This year too I know a lot did. of people did but like I liked a lot of his G1 matches a lot And dude that G1 final for Bushi Yeah that might be my match of the year And it might be the best match of his career That was incredible it was incredible It really was incredible so yeah
0: Yeah so I think it's just you know fans they're he's not What they're used to He's a douchebag He gets mad heat So
2: Listen, I peed next to him in New York When we were at uh, At the Social Suplex party And he was a lovely gentleman
0: <laughs> Yeah, he was there Had some
2: wings Very very respectable And then I was like Do you want to be on the podcast? And he was like, fuck off And I was like right, Why does this keep happening to me? <laughs>
0: Oh man! So uh, next question from Reddit user Rambone Slam Pig. He says, "Is it just me, or has there been a noticeably trend of zero successful tile defenses? A uh, tile tile defense runs in New Japan all year long. Is this typical or a little out of the norm? Also, why does Gato hate Naito?
2: What about what about Okada? What about God?
0: Yeah, they, those guys have had some uh, juice."
2: Did Juice have any successful talent? Yeah, yeah like he three. defended against Trent oh, that's Beretta, right. That's right. Beretta,
3: Chase Owens. All those All right.
2: matches I didn't see. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I did watch no, I that trench Barretta, Matt, and it, it was it was kind of bad. But
2: that was one that was on those USA shows. Yeah, where yeah the, uh, I beginning. never saw
3: any of those. I mean, the fans were actually considering they got, got the short end of the stick when it comes to the visa issues. I mean, they was respectful and they was into the match. I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but Juice has had better matches.
2: No, but he's right. I think that there has been a, a high trend of um, title reigns with unsuccessful title defenses. But you know, them's be the breaks.
0: Yeah, I mean, some, especially with the way New Japan titles are defended, it's all—it's not like in other promotions where you have a weekly TV show and you can do title offenses on TV every week or a, a set monthly pay-per-view. So it's a little bit different when title defenses aren't back-to-back or kind of spread out. It's easier. It's almost like the UFC in a way where yeah, it, y- it is. Jeremy, you hit <laughs> it right on the nail. A guy could win the belt in a fight. And then, you know, the next offense, his first offense, he could lose it
2: It happens all
0: the time It it, It happens all the time This is like a sports. this is more sports-based product It's almost like you treat it like a shoot It's like I
2: know know about this company over in America That keeps saying that they want to have a sports-based product But they got dinosaurs and shit (laughs) 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 I don't know All I know is this company is a sports-based product So, just want to throw that out there and then uh, you, you ain't gotta win a battle royal to get a towel shot in this oh company. Oh gosh! <laughs> I mean, yeah, But it's gonna be my favorite thing. I'm gonna start dumping on AEW on the air, like, and I'm just gonna start like pointing out how they're inferior to New Japan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like literally obliterate like. Like, uh, elite fans, they're gonna just stop listening to this podcast. numbers are gonna go way down, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I
0: like the elite, I am a fan of AEW. I will be watching Wednesday nights on
3: TNT. Oh, I this is
2: my favorite new thing, this can be my gimmick. I love this.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna stop watching if you crap on the elite. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, but uh,
0: also, he said, you know, why does Gato hate Naito?
2: Mm, um, well, it seems like they're about to like prop him up so that uh. You know he, he becomes a double champion, so I don't well, know if he well,
0: does. We'll we'll revisit this question January six. Oh my God! Because of if if January,
2: <laughs> if January like six, this man does not walk out with two two belts, we're gonna be like, yo, he did <laughs> he did something terrible to this man.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll see how much he really hates them, depending what happens after two nights at the Tokyo Dome. Uh, next question from Reddit user Zach Saber Time. Says you guys think LIJ fans are in the Field position right now That match was badass both played their Characters real well throughout the match Also our RIP tournament Season G1 Young Lions Cup uh, N1 five star Grand Prix are all over can we have Ten seconds of silence for the end of Tournament season
2: What's he talking about well he didn't mention the king of the ring But <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Oh my god. Oh my god. But I don't know
2: what he's talking about, sir. We've got uh, Junior Tag League. Yeah, we got Super we got Junior, super tag, junior tag, league. tag League. We got the World the Tag world League. Ta- yeah.
3: I mean, Odo Tournament or Japan is on right now, actually. Finishes tomorrow. Nobody's yeah. going to be watching that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, one person at uh, least. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, Bola. Oh yeah, best of Los Angeles is happening. What happened oh. this weekend? It's happening right now? Actually, I guess our
2: good friends uh, Chris Bryan and Jeremy Tate
0: yeah, are there right the now. The host of Grown Men Watch This shit right here on the network. They're over there in Bola, having themselves a good time, watching some uh, great action there. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's there's a lot of disappointed LIJ fans right now. They you know they keep they've been told. I mean, we've been telling them here on the same show. you Just be patient. Your time is coming. Naito's gonna get this IWGP title Just just wait for it But You know He keeps losing these big matches it, It's hard to have Have faith when
3: he, he keeps losing I mean It will all work out fine for Naito in the end <laughs> I mean Even if he just falls off the face of the earth tomorrow I mean he's done Pretty much everything in New Japan Other than the double title thing G1 Twice The IWGP Heavy The Never The Junior Tag The Heavy Tag dicey of like four times so i mean it's not like this guy has been completely buried over the course of his career but i mean the last few years except for this feud with jericho and the g well the g1 was like more than two years ago but yeah i mean come january everyone's gonna be happy as a daisy concerning lij well i hope you're right <laughs> i hope you're right samson uh,
0: next question from Reddit user Jar of Peanuts: What do you guys think of fans immediately thinking Naito is going to get a rematch for the IC title on January fourth and win the IWGP title the following night to become double champion? Is it plausible or
2: delusional? For who? For Naito? Yeah, I think it's likely. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't see them doing this uh, double tournament for any other reason other than to potentially crown Naito, unless Gato's like, you know, we're all in 2020 and he's in 2030 and like, he's just that far in the future. We just don't, we we we're just simple marks. We don't know what we're talking about, mm-hmm. but like the way I see it, the way I've seen it all for the past two years is that they, they've been building to this feud between Naito and Okada.
3: I mean, is it even a feud if they're not even Booked in the match until a day before the match, and is it even really a feud?
2: Yeah, because it's a generational feud that's been going well, back yeah, for six yeah. years. I yeah. mean, it's
3: one chapter in a ongoing feud, but it's yeah. not an entire. I mean, you can't even really call it a chapter. I mean, well, you can, I guess.
2: I I'll call it a chapter. Yeah. <laughs> I will, I will, I will brave the elements and call <laughs> it a chapter, sir.
0: Yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting what happens. You know, does he does he get an IC title match before Kingdom, or do they wait until this? Tournament is established, but I definitely do think there there's a chance for Naito to Walk out with both championships.
2: I think I think they should do the eight-man thing Naito should not get in a, a title shot on the first night He should have to win a match then on the second night. He has to beat both J.Y.
0: and Okada mm, That would be great storytelling
2: I like that. There's people who who don't like that. There are people. There are probably literally people right now. They're like, "Didn't Chris Jericho do that in 2001?" Hell, yes, he did. I mean, <laughs> and look where he is now.
3: It's kind of weird. I mean, Naito in kayfabe, he's like the dark ace. He's not, uh, he's not this overpowered. Isn't he the
2: dark ace? I always consider him the dark ace. I mean,
3: yeah, I, that's what, I mean, I said he is the dark ace, yeah. Um, but he's the dark ace. Like, he's not the, the ace. He's not. I mean he's not up to par with Okada in kayfabe like he's just not as good as Okada he's, ne- he's when he beat him for the belt he he literally debuted Sonata used all of L.I.J. just to beat him I mean Naito isn't I mean he's more of a babyface now so I'm sure the match will end up differently but it would kind of take it would be hard to suspend your diffs of leave to have Naito old man Naito well, he's not that old, but I mean, his <laughs> knees are kind of showing their age. But have him beat not only Jay White, but one of the most protected wrestlers, and then Okada in the same night. I mean, that that I mean, back to back nights, sure, because you he gets he gets a, a reprieve, a break, but back to back in one night. Well, I mean, Okada would, would
0: have have a match before as well, so we don't know who Okada maybe oh, Okada yeah. faces. I don't know Tanahashi or Saber has a grueling match, so he comes into the match weekend as well. Yeah. I,
2: I think this is what they need to do. I think they need to take this moment and use it as a chance to uh, catapult Okada again.
3: 720-day <laughs> intercontinental oh, champion, Okada. Yeah.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: Man. So, uh, next question comes from at the damp implicat on Twitter. Our buddy, The Implications, over at... LOP radio He says Is Jay White Making it to January With that IC title A.K.A. I'm still holding out hope It's Naito's year Damn it Yes Mm. What do you think young boy
2: What's the question again
0: He says Is Jay White Making it to January With the IC title
2: Yeah
3: Yeah I think he is I mean, are they really going to have Goto in one of the semi-mains or possible main of the Tokyo Dome? Nah.
0: I I think Goto's going to eat a swift uh, blade runner, whether it be King of Pro Wrestling or Power Struggle. Yep. Uh, Next question comes from...
2: uh, Oh, but I do want to say this. Yeah. I would like for Jay White, for his uh, title defenses, to be against the three guys that he lost to during the G1. Yano... Ishii Goto Mm.
3: How are you going to have three defenses Between now and the Tokyo Fuck it (laughs) Well there's
0: also the uh, November uh, California shows Yeah but that's literally right after Power
3: Struggle Isn't it Yeah
2: why are you, you questioning
3: everything I say on this show? <laughs> it's mean, <I> <laughs> just logic. i mean. I'm just trying to <laughs> be
2: creative, throw hope out there. Shit, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, so next question. I wish Senior Sombrero won this tournament.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish Gentlemanly Dragon was the winner. Dude, what happened to Gentlemanly Dragon? Gentlemanly
2: is- Dragon, we miss you. I wish ACP was here. <laughs>
0: I'm just playing. This Uh, is great. Oh man! So uh, next question comes from our buddy uh, Scott Ran on Twitter. He says, "Coming out of today's finals of the Destruction Tour, what are some of the matchups you think we might see on next weekend's tour of the Northeast?" I have no clue. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, the only thing I can think of, I mean, Chase Owen says he wants to fight the Rock and Roll Express. I mean outside of that i'm not quite sure what they're what they're going to kind of lay out i mean
3: everything else i've been kind of building is for king of pro wrestling it's probably just going to be a road to show honestly maybe the iwgp tag match with rapongi 3k like i don't know there's no other belt matches they could really do is there uh i mean
0: they could do a never championship match i think kenta is going to be on that tour yeah maybe Um,
2: listen listeners if you're going to be at those shows, don't listen to these guys. These shows are important. You're going you're to be blown away.
3: Major Tokyo Dome implications. Major, <laughs>
2: major implications. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Rock yeah. and Roll Express are going to they're going to deliver. They're going to deliver. I imagine if they were in the tag league
0: <laughs> <laughs> It might need to be. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Scott. I'm, I'm just not 100 percent sure what we don't know because they haven't announced anything. We just don't know what to expect. And especially because a lot of the angles normally we can pr- we can kind of predict based off angles, but all the a- angles have been leading towards King of Pro Wrestling. Yeah. So these these Fighting Spirit shows are kind of like a, a road bump in between uh, King of Pro Wrestling. So uh, I'm not sure uh, what. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what they're gonna do for that show. Well, I think that wraps up all the questions that I got in during this uh, recording
2: here. Thank you guys for all the questions. Yeah,
0: thank you for the quick turnaround. I mean, we normally, we try to give you guys um, a day or so to get questions in, but you know, we had our our G one winner here, uh, Samson come down, drive down here, spend the day with us. We want to get this uh, show recorded tonight on Sunday instead of Monday. So, thank what are we you guys. Do with our Monday. I don't know I guess I might, might have to watch uh Vince McMahon like Vince Sports McMahon's pro Inter- wrestling No, that's Vince McMahon's sport entertainment Yep
2: Yo, I, I watched that Wednesday night show It was pretty good
0: Yes, yes and My favorite
2: part was when um, Tony Khan's promotion Aired a commercial In the middle of yes, their show It was that, that so was freaking great. funny Wait, that did w- they
0: actually do that? Yes, oh, they, did. they did Yes yeah. It was
3: awesome
2: <laughs> Oh my god not since the days of Bret Hart.
3: <laughs> yeah, they did used to do that back with the uh, Roar and Nitro, didn't they? Air commercials. I, I think they, think they did, did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got one one question flying in uh,
0: last second here, coming from uh, Maserati. He says, "What the fuck, Umino? We believed in you." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, yeah. I think a lot. That's of- not
2: a question. That's, <laughs> well, I guess it is
0: technically. Yeah. A lot, a lot, of people uh, believed in Umino, but just couldn't get the job done. Mm-hmm. C- he couldn't cut the mustard.
3: Some would say, if Red Shoes was the ref, he would have run. He would have won the match. Like I
2: don't. I'm pretty sure Umino took his ball and went home. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so
0: that wraps up the uh, the questions and the review for Destruction and Kobe. Now we're going to uh, jump into the news and then the recommended match of the week. Um, so, first kind of big news Who's I, doing the recommended match of the week? Am I doing it? it? It's your turn, sir.
2: I'm doing the recommended match of the week? Yes. Uh, I thought I did it last week.
0: Didn't I do um, Ishii versus Naito? Yeah, yeah, Ishii versus Naito was my pick last week. So it's your turn for the the pick, unless you want to let uh, Samson make the pick. What do you what's what do you what are you feeling?
3: Samson, you got to recommend a match. <laughs> I could think one, yeah. I I, I okay. think go I go. I second. usually
2: like to like really put a lot of thought into it, so <laughs> I can like pour my heart and soul into it. I've got one. If Samson doesn't have one, I got one, but I'll, I'll defer to you. All right, so we'll do, go through the news, and then both of you guys can uh, think of your matches. Radio. <laughs>
0: This is great (laughs) Uh, So first kind of big news item The Fighting Spirit Unleashed show that's happening in New York This coming up weekend Will be airing live on New Japan World It will be Japanese commentary only though So I think it's great that they're actually going to air one of these shows live um, And not be a video on demand like we had with the Super J Cup But it is quite interesting that it's only Japanese commentary
2: Kevin Kelly needs a break, man.
0: <laughs> well, they got they got some other English guys
2: on on the docket. Do they? Uh, we haven't heard from Mavis Gillis in a long time. Uh, we haven't heard from a lot of these guys in a long I mean, time. They got Rocky Caprice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Caprice. <laughs> I, I think Caprice works for a company that uh, they're
3: quietly uh, <laughs> separating from. Do you really think they are separating? Because I I don't know. I think they just
2: as somebody who's gone through many a breakup, I can tell you they definitely <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, can tell you that this is definitely what is happening I mean
0: The telltale signs help. are there <laughs> Yeah well it's going to be very Interesting to see what the relationship Between Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling Looks like going forward Or
2: lack thereof
0: <laughs> Especially uh, going into uh, Coming into Wrestlemania season pretty soon Here in our home city of Tampa Florida it's going to be quite interesting to
2: see what happens Even if they're quote unquote together It doesn't seem very loving they don't don't show affection. They're not telling each other they care about each other anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they uh, they stop holding hands. They stop holding hands. Seems like I I don't. They don't seem to be staying over at each other's place very much anymore. Like I'm pretty sure. Uh, pretty sure we're, these are the dying days. Mm. So uh, next news item here. There's an interview,
0: written interview on NJPW1972.com with John Moxley, the Current IWGP U.S. Champion uh, had a nice little interview there. One interesting quote, and a lot of people have been kind of asking, "What is John Moxley's future, and will he be at Wrestle Kingdom?" And this quote came from the interview. He said, "100, percent I plan on being at the Tokyo Dome. I don't know who I'll be facing, whether I'll, whether I'm still U.S. Champion, but I've been in WrestleMania in the G1, and this is the next step." Anyone who's anyone in Japan has competed In the Tokyo Dome so I absolutely Plan on being there And that's another name that could be In this uh, mini tournament situation
3: Maybe they make The US belt defended in that too I don't know yeah.
2: I mean hypothetically If you, you do an eight man and you're talking about big Names being in it I mean the two Outsider big names that could hypothetically I mean Moxley and um, You know Moxley as well As Jericho and Then of course there's you're going to have your crazy conspiracy theorists who are like, what about Kenny? What about Kenny? Yeah. <laughs> it's pop- I don't think they would waste him on that. But that's, you know, those are all, I guess, fringe possibilities. Yeah.
0: So next, we had tickets going on sale this past Wednesday, September 18th, for the New Japan Showdown in the Globe Theater that's happening on Veterans Day. Also, for the Philadelphia show this weekend, Fighting Spirit unleashed some additional Standing room only tickets are now Available they're 30 bucks So if you've been kind of Wanting to go to that show and you missed out The first time grab these 30 bucks tickets Standing room only and head out to Philadelphia for fighting spirit Unleashed
2: Never have I wished that I still lived in Philadelphia until this moment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next news item here comes from the Wrestling Observer newsletter looking at some of the financials from New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is some notes from uh, the Bushi Road annual financial report. So, New Japan grossed 50 million dollars during the period from august 1st 2018 to july 31st 2019 which would be the biggest year in its history it was up 10.8 percent from last year new japan drew four hundred and thirty six thousand paid for live attendance during this year which makes the sixth year in a row that live attendance has increased profits from new japan were down from last year Actual profits were not listed, but there was a category Bushy Road report for sports companies, which new which means New Japan and their other sports company, Kicks Road, their kickboxing company. In that category, which is dominated by New Japan, profits dropped from 7 million to 5.6 million The difference is, with revenue Being up, is that the company made more Investments in visual content All the videos and expansion Into the international markets In the US, Australia, and UK, so there's more Financial notes in this past Week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter But uh, what do you guys think about these uh, Numbers here from the Road Financial Report?
3: Uh, I mean people are going to think and like oh the the less educated members of the New Japan or pro wrestling communities are going to think oh profits are down look what the elite done they messed up (laughs) New Japan New Japan is down because Kenny isn't there I mean just because the profits are down doesn't mean I mean the revenue is up the profits are down because they just spent more money like I said they invested it's not because of uh, they're doing worse off financially it's because they're investing for few in the future, then these investments are going to pay off in next year and the year after. And they've signed more wrestlers to contracts this year, like Ibushi, uh, Osprey, I, I think, uh, like they've locked down some, some names on for their roster exclusivity. So, yeah. What are you thinking boy?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that th- it's, um, fiscally, it's a good idea for them to, you know, reinvest into the thing that's going to expand them world, you know, um, internationally and worldwide and get more eyes on their um you know on their product and you know ultimately that's going to pay off more um you know i couldn't tell i couldn't really tell you with 100 percent certainty what the right thing to do here is but i mean you know new japan grossing 50 million during that period is a big deal whereas you know obviously and i mean i'm i'm not saying anything that anyone with half a brain doesn't know i mean profits dropping is not necessarily a good thing so, but I mean it could be, it sounds like they're investing in the areas of their business that seem to be important to them and important to expanding. So that long term is probably a good it's probably a good thing.
0: So let me ask you guys this. So clearly the profits are down because you know, with these fighting spirit unleashed, the showdown shows, Super Jacob, cup our um, super showdown in Melbourne, Royal Quests. Do you guys think they should be spinning? Much, this much money on international t- uh, shows?
3: No, no, definitely not.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm when I was speaking, I was literally referring to the video content. When it comes to the international market expansion, I'm not against it. In fact, I'm definitely for it. But I'm for it in fiscally conservative and measured ways, where it makes sense to their overall um, expansion. For instance, these shows that they're running that don't have video behind them that don't have um tv behind them they don't make sense and that don't have um storyline um you know developments behind them they really don't make a lot of sense to me um because i mean and i said this the other week it's like what so you, you run a thousand seat auditorium and yeah you might draw like some people in the local market to you but i mean how much word of mouth growth is that going to grow you if you're throwing not only just doing a show, but like in many cases from the reports, some of these shows are kind of mediocre. They're not the full like New Japan experience. You are not even giving in. in many cases. People are not even getting the full authentic New Japan experience. So it's like, do you want to throw a shittier version of yourself out to the to the international market with no TV behind it, with no real video behind it, with crappy production and unhappy fans like it's not a good idea if you're gonna do this bring your a game if you're gonna do this make sure you got tv behind if you're gonna do it make sure you've got like your production set behind it and do it in a measured way like you don't have to they don't have to run all these shows i'd much rather them like lock down a tv deal lock down a distribution deal and give us the new japan product that we are used to getting so that they can grow this thing um it's not a good look
0: yeah man, I absolutely agree with you I think, you know, we talked about it last week How the Super J-Cup, you know, rollout Was kind of one of the biggest blunders of the year And, you know, if, if you want to do these inter- international shows, fine But if you don't have the resources To have these things aired live Or reasonably quickly with high quality production Then I don't think it's worth doing I think pick your spots Come over to the states and kind of highlight Situations, go over to the UK And highlight situations And, um, you know, pace them out And, you know, we're seeing, we got this Northeast tour this weekend Then in uh, later in November There's two shows in California So and we don't know what the plans are For airing those, and you know they're only airing One of the shows this weekend So it just makes you think Like, why do all this if Nobody's gonna see it in real time Especially in today's wrestling climate, when you there's so much wrestling to watch and there's so many different options, um, you, you get you got to be, you know, current. So that kind of wraps up all the new Japan news. There is one other news item which contained to Jushin Thunder Liger. He had his last match with Zero One um, on uh, September 18th in Sato before 658 fans. He teamed with former New Japan stars Otani and Takakawa to beat Daichi Hashimoto and Kazuki Hashimoto and Sean Gunnis. So that wraps up the news for this week. And uh, now it's time for the recommended match of the week. So do you guys have
3: your recommended matches ready? It better be good. <laughs> Wait, you want me to do it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, since it's a destruction in Kobe... I think I'll go back three years back to destruction in Kobe. The first time Tetsuya Naito won the Intercontinental Championship versus Michael Elgin. This was one of my favorite. Mm. I think the ma- the three matches- so much Algen better match. than what I was gonna <laughs> Like I think Naito and Elgin, I think those were some really good matches, especially not, this one wasn't, this was their not their best match, the match they had at New Beginning. The New Beginning match, that was, their best match. That was their best match, but this is a significant match in the story of Naito. I mean, he first won the IC belt, and this does call back to, Back to the times when Naito was way more of a heel than a babyface. I mean, ref bumps, Lij fighting it, everyone in the ring. I mean, even Tanahashi
2: wrestled better.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Tanahashi and Kushida came down to fight off Evil and Bushi and Sonada, uh, but yeah, Naito won the white belt for the first time and threw it up in the air, and just like he did the heavyweight earlier in the year, and just like Jay White, Naito won the I.W.G.P. Heavy and the Intercontinental. And both in the same year. So, mm, great, great pick there.
2: Fantastic pick. Much better than what I was going
0: to do. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Absolutely.
2: More relevant, more
0: appropriate. This was great. Well, that's gonna wrap things up for this week. Samson, thanks so much for you know being a loyal listener of the show, entering all our contests, always sending in questions every week, and then uh, making the drive to come over here to the dojo and be a part of the show this week. Man, really appreciate it.
2: And the, and and taking the Neo Geo from our lovely home. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, the pleasure's mine. I mean, I just like to say thank you to you both, Josh and Jeremy, and because you guys provide all the loyal listeners every week like me and um, many others provide us great insight great opinions laughs i mean you guys give us all we could want from the ace of podcasts every tuesday morning so i mean thank you i mean the pleasure is mine uh, i,
2: I do want to say this last week we recorded a show and i listened to it back and it was fine but when we were recording it, for whatever reason, I was tired. I was not having a good week. I was, I was straight up not having a good time, yo. <laughs> but yeah, like, it felt like... It didn't feel right. It felt like we had a three-star match.
0: Yeah, it felt like... It, it felt like we were in the main event of a big show, and we, we put out a three-star
2: match. It felt like I was in Wyoming, and <laughs> I was like... Or or like, where, where's like... Or like Tacoma. I was like wrestling in Tacoma, and like, the agents were telling me to do some bullshit out there. <laughs> <laughs> Told me... Told you to told work a hole. Told me to work a hole. I was
3: like, fuck. I mean, wasn't Amazing Red versus Allspring uh, into Karma? That was a good match.
2: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but we're talking about Vince McMahon's program. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, anyways, like, I, I left that show not feeling too energized, not too excited. But this was a, this was a really good show, this uh, Destruction Kobe. And uh, we had a really good time, like, recapping it here with you, Samson. And I, uh, you know, I dug this show. I'm, I'm digging it.
0: Yeah, and so you know, keep your eyes out for whenever our next contest is going to be. I'm going to win it, trust me. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, I'll you, be back. You guys have to kind of try to knock Samson off. We we might do maybe a Super Junior contest, tag league, maybe a World Tag League, maybe Triple Crown. <laughs> Some old fan, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Then also, guys, get ready because our. End of the year um, voting Our third annual Keeping a strong style year in awards Are right around the corner
2: Our 100th episode is right around the
0: corner Our 100th episode is right around the corner as well This episode you're listening to is episode 95 Jeez So in five weeks This is the
2: the longest, healthiest, most (laughs) fruitful relationship I've ever had in my entire life yeah, so episode
0: 100 is right around the corner Our two-year anniversary is right around the corner Trying to work on some surprises for you guys Won't tip my hand just yet, just in case none of it you know, comes true But trying to pull something big for either of those shows So stay tuned to that, stay tuned for contests uh, Stay tuned for the year in voting that will be coming out in a, about a month's time As we wrap things up with October and November so uh, once again, that's gonna do it. Next week, we'll be back to preview the New Japan Road and to review the Fighting Spirit Unleashed show that's happening in New York. Make sure you connect with New Japan Road. Uh, It's a show that's airing um, two weeks, not the week, but yeah, the following week mm. on New Japan World. Gotcha. Yeah, so make sure. It sounds you can- like a light week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Might need to, might need to recap that uh, Naito and uh, Elgin match.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll see uh, based off. I mean, we'll have a, f- a full show of Fighting Spirit Unleashed from New York. Mm. So that should be a full card, and then um, previewing New Japan Road. And you know, you guys send in your your questions, and we'll get we'll get some questions done next week as well. And uh, we'll get ready. We'll preview New Japan Road, and we'll get you know ready for uh, King of Pro Wrestling coming up soon so make sure you connect with us on social media i am at jeremy l donovan on twitter the show is at ki strong style you want to follow us at social suplex on facebook we're facebook.com slash social suplex you can join some of the wrestling squared circle group uh, facebook.com slash group slash wrestling squared circle on reddit i am the pro black guy josh is keeping a strong style samson is why did you do that bro You can email me, jeremy at socialsuplex.com Make sure you check out all the other shows on the Social Suplex Podcast Network On Sundays, we have One Nation Radio, hosted by Rich Latta and James Boyd On Wednesdays, we have the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show from Scotland Every other Wednesday, we have our podcast dedicated to independent wrestling Grown men watch this shit hosted by jeremy tate and chris brian on fridays we have get in the ring with danny and beast mike and on saturday we have all things elite with floyd johnson jr amy o and tiffany don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review we will catch you next week on keeping it strong style the ace of podcasts
1: thank you for listening to keeping it strong style we'll see you next time